Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Shanasa. And we... Come on, I'm crunchy. crunchy? Yes. Go. There you go. Crunch. And over, and the kid and the is, kid. as usual, not paying attention. I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention. That's what he's producing. He's producing. I'm, I'm producing, producing, you know. Engineering's the word. Think about putting on blackface, you know. <laughs> I hope you have that sample queued up, kid. <laughs> no, because they, they don't have the actual whole clip on YouTube. It's like... Oh, so oh. you just heard it and thought of oh. it. Can you do? Can you recreate it for us since he none can. of us can tell the they're, difference? They're, so everybody from Sunny is is sitting around. Oh, he's really going to do it. A table, re- and they're all discussing on whether or whether or not the use of blackface is racist. And some agree, and some don't agree. And then they start pointing out obviously racist parts and uh, saying, you know, what color shoe polish you have to start with, and things of that nature. So it's, I just made me think of you guys always calling me racist because that was pretty much us. I I think it's racist to use blackface. <laughs> In a movie, and Crunchy tells me it's start. not. No, you asked me, is Sir Lawrence Olivier's portrayal <laughs> of Othello racist? Not, hey, Crunchy's blackface racist? There's a big difference to the two questions. That is, that yeah, is actually the case. There we go. That was, that was cleared up. That was pretty <laughs> so Thank God we cleared that up. Everybody, everybody, everybody in the chat room says we sound great, except Debin and Stabin, Debin and Stabin. Buddy, you might have two instances playing. That will contribute to an echo. So make sure you don't have us open two different browsers or two different browser windows. And otherwise, you got a big, uh, yup, he had two tabs open. Fucking called it. So he nailed it. So we sound good to everybody on the live stream? Yup. So big and thumbs up good, for the kid. Because all my levels, because I, yeah, good. Good stuff. Good. Good. How was everybody's week? Been good. 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 Went quick. Went, it did come quick. How long have we been back from Cali? Like a week. A week and three days. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And already, like I'm in a suit, and you're getting ready to go to Seattle. What's going on? It's moving quick. I know, but it was a uh, no. It was a good. It was a. It was a good week. I mean, we got a big snowstorm, so that was like kind of slowed everybody down. Yeah. yeah, right. It was like 70 degrees, and, and then you get hammered for literally 24 hours straight. And then, straight. And then Ryan, are you talking about getting drunk or weather? No, the weather. We got I was hammered. Sex. <laughs> and then, and then uh, between yesterday and today, it's like night and day again. You know, it's like yeah, it's getting nice again. Yeah. From last night, last night to today, it is like night and day. Literally, <laughs> but but also last night when we were here at Crunchy Night, we could like hear the snow melting so fast it was going. It was like literally crunching. Yeah, it's crunching. Like, it was crunching. It sounded like really crazy rain. That's interesting. Interesting. So uh, we're gonna do interesting show today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna we're go straight to the show. We're gonna revisit. Um, now Jessica had called in before, and with with Naya's story about uh, treating dravets with CBD and cannabis and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're here in Colorado right now, so it's going to be a really good story. Yeah, and also uh, we're going to have uh, Dave's going to call in. in. Yeah, yep. Dave from Elite Cannabis is going to give us a call and tell update us on uh, what he's got going on. Uh, we got five more minutes of intro. You want to talk about this weekend? What um, are you doing? Yeah, yeah, what are you doing out in Seattle? I am uh, going out to see our friends from. Seeds here, now dot com. Seeds here, now dot com. Seeds here, now. That was four. That was four. That was an extra one, an extra bonus. Usually, one of us is missing. Usually, we do the seeds here now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, they're gonna fly me out there to uh, move and groove with all those Washingtonians, I guess. You see DJ Short up. He's from up there, right? Yeah. So get a good chat with DJ. Definitely, that'd be a good interview. We should definitely get that one. Yeah, yeah. You should talk to McElroy. Oh, we're gonna, uh, they're having the uh, the Canacon, I think it's called. Is that what the deal is? Canacon uh-huh. convention. Tommy, nice. Tommy's going to be there again at the booth. Tommy Chong. So maybe we'll have a part two on that. That would be cool. Can, 
add on because to our epic interview. Well, yeah, and it was a little bit loud at that last place. Jesus. I think it was. It, the, it came out pretty good though. The, yeah, you saw that video, video now that Jason posted. It yeah. came out really good. I'm surprised yeah. on the sound. Oh, the, did it? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even. No, take it off. I don't. Yeah, no, I didn't even take it off of his GoPro. Obviously. Yeah. No, he. No, it was actually really, really good quality because there was a lot of ambient noise at that event. Of course, right when we started the interview, it was like. Let's crank the bass Everybody, up. yeah. Everybody crank the bass Turn up on every up. system you have yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, so we're going to go up there uh, for a couple days, or I'm going to go up <laughs> yeah, there. How, when are, you, when's the, are you there two days? What's the deal? Thursday, Friday. I leave on Saturday again, so if anybody's up there in the Seattle area and they want to come check out Canacon and check me out. Okay. Free seats, probably, if you mention Adam Dunshow at I'm pretty usually sure. at Obsolete's booth, and he's pretty there. pretty sure there's going to be some deals going down. And, nice. Uh, we, uh, I think we're gonna get a call in after a little bit from uh, update from from up, seats here now. Yep. So whenever nice. they feel like calling in, that's not a problem. What's the number they need to call in on? Seven two zero three one zero T A D S, which is eight two three seven. Oh, eight two three seven. See, I always get it wrong. I'm always like ah, eight two something something. Eight two three seven. I have yeah. a hard time with that. T A D S. Uh, listeners, if you guys want to call in, obviously when we say call in. It'll be good to call in. The number's at the bottom. If you're watching on adamdunshow.com, just go to contact at the top right there, and then it'll zoom you all the way down to where our phone number is. Uh, We're also going to have a, so Dark Horse is going to be coming out there with us, too, nice. so that's good. We'll have Jason. Right okay, that might be Crystal calling in. That's not her cue, but sure, bring her no, in. No, I told her to call in. Right now? Yeah, give nice. her. Let's get it over with. Do it. Yeah, get it over with. Get it over. Otherwise, it gets doubled up. Yeah. Doubled up. We got her in the air? We got her on? Hello? Nice. Uh, oh, kid, the new hey, camera angle is terrible. Can you hear us? I know. I'm going to get it fixed. Hold on, Hold on one second. Skype caller? No. We're having technical difficulties. Give us a call back. We're going to hang up when you give us a call back. One okay. call back. One call back. So, uh, but it should be fun up there. It's gonna. It's interesting because uh, Washington's got a little bit different scene. They're actually getting rid of medical by 2017. They're talking. They're just replacing it entirely with yeah. rec. Uh huh. That's something we're definitely scared of here. Yeah, I don't think that's a great move. So I hopefully it's two separate things. Yeah, it is, and it doesn't. It doesn't. One does not uh, make the other one disappear. No, in my opinion, no. they, they need to support each other. Is what they should be doing because the medical side, which we're going to discuss today, obviously is by far more important to the overall picture when you start looking at the, how cannabis is going to help. Um, oh, oh, here we go. I hear it. I hear it. Here, here we go. Give us one second there, Colin. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear you. But, but hear you. not everybody can yet. Okay, Don't one hold sec, on. One hold on. The kid is doing it. We're obviously moving our studio around a lot. Bringing it out to Cali. I think if things. anybody knows, she probably knows because she saw us doing she it saw live. It, she She's, saw it happen. She saw us live. And she saw the kid actually putting it all together live. So she was there. Wait, who is it? Crystal. Come on, kid. Yeah. Hi, Crystal. <laughs> Crunchy, that was really loud. It was loud in my ears. I'm We're sorry. getting it together. You, you look We're getting it together. Yeah? How's it looking? How we doing? How we doing? Can we hear her now? <clears throat> hey, Crystal. I hear nothing. Crystal, can you talk for us? Is it raining on your end, Crystal? It sounds like there's a rainstorm it's in my Seattle, ears. It's Seattle, right? That's, I mean, come on. It's always raining. Yeah. Seeds here now. Seeds here now. Rain here now. Uh, okay. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. Technically speaking. I heard her. Boom. All right. Now I'll give it a try. Yo, Crystal. yo. Crystal. Hello? Whoa. Ah, Loud and clear. Boom. There we go. That's what we want to hear. There we go. Perfect. Oh, wow. That's very loud. Um, and then why don't you tell us what you got going on while Ryan tell goes and fixes the camera angle? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. 
Well, last night I went out to the Seattle chapter meeting of the Marijuana Business Association, and it was a packed house because Cheryl Schumann's in town for Canacon, and she was also a guest speaker last night, so that was amazing. And I had the opportunity to get up on stage and share with everybody there that Adam's coming to visit us, and there was quite a loud applause when they heard that. Everyone's super excited. So, wasn't a bunch of uh, Be prepared when you're out at Canacon. A lot of people are going to be coming by the booth to shake your hand and oh, meet shake you. Shake your hand. Nice. Get some hand sanitizer. Autographs. <laughs> yeah, you should get a glove. Yeah, just a velvet. Glove. I need a velvet glove. <laughs> a green glove. So that sounds yeah. awesome. And, so, then, uh, and then tomorrow when you come into town, we're really excited because Kush Tours has agreed to meet us at the airport with a limo. And we're going to take you around to uh, grow operation. You're going to visit and see how things work here in Seattle. We're going to take you around to some tier three operations where you can nice. go in and actually oh, nice. purchase marijuana legally in Seattle and see how there that you works. Go. You get to buy weed. Oh, man, I get to buy weed. That's usually against my rules, but it's um, okay. <laughs> just want to be showered in weed usually. I, I have one thing that I need to have happen to Adam while he's in the limo. What's that? I need Sir Mix-a-Lot's Posse on Broadway to be playing while he is on in a limo on Broadway. There we go. Uh, I don't know if that, there's a Broadway in There's got to be a Broadway. There's probably everywhere. Where is there not a Broadway? I don't know. You're right. <laughs> well, that sounds awesome. What else is uh, – because we were talking a little bit about Washington's uh, push to kind of eliminate medical. Is that a hot t- hot topic right now? or? Well, it really is. As things are standing, there's – so the medical side and the recreational side are kind of at odds Um they want to get rid of the medical, but I think that's simply because so many people have found that it's cheaper to go buy in a medical store, and basically anyone can get a prescription these days. They know that it's all going to go recreational. They know that that's on its way, so the doctors are very willing to just let people have a prescription, and if you can go in there and get it cheaper without the taxes, then that's actually a problem for the people who are working so hard to get their legal recreational shops going. Yeah, I mean, it, there definitely needs to be like clarity between the two. I think if it's, uh, you know, I think, but I, I, don't, I don't, don't think eliminating the medical is going to help anybody out. I think that's going to m- make it uh, no. more expensive for everybody in the long run, and that's not really what the whole point of this thing is. And that's what it, I think they're looking at it from two different angles. They're looking at it from the money angle and not from right. the harm reduction angle and yeah. from the idea that, hey, we're going <coughs> to responsibly give this to people instead of, just try to gouge them for money because I think at the end of the day most people who are if they're truly using it medically a lot of people are just on a, such a tight budget that that's that is the reason why they get they, they have to get it from medical source because they just couldn't afford it if it was on a recreational level right and it needs to be more accessible to the public when we're, we're having it taxed so many times by the time the public can go and purchase it that it's almost double what we would have paid in the first place before it even became legal yeah yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to see, too, that also with production going into, you know, full speed here in Colorado and a lot of other places are ramp- ramping up. And it doesn't take long before you start to get into a situation where you have too much cannabis. And that's what's happening. I heard I heard up there a little bit, too, where they overproduced. And then at the end of the day, the problem with cannabis is if you can't, you know, you have to either process it into some usable form or or store it really well, because especially where you guys are, it's so humid. Um pretty hard to keep cannabis around for any length of time and have it be the same, you know, it's changing all the time. Correct. Yeah, so we're really working right now in Washington State on changing the legislatures. Um, Right now, they're trying to work out how it's going to be in the next year or two, and hopefully 
we can uh, have some more communication with the people at the MJ Business Association who are working on that legislature so that we can educate the public and they'll know how to vote to make it work correctly in the future. Yeah, cool. I look forward to coming up there, checking out what's going on, and I'll try to throw my two cents into the right people, and hopefully that might maybe helps bend the ear here and there, you know? That would be wonderful. We're so looking forward to having you, Adam. Cool. Well, it looks, uh, sounds awesome, Crystal. S- Crystal from SeedsHereNow.com. Thanks, Crystal. Yeah, we're going to miss you this weekend, but have fun with Adam up there. Okay, I will. Thanks, guys. Hey, Bye. thanks for calling in. Bye. Well, cool, cool. So, yeah, look, uh, it's an interesting show because a lot of people uh, – now I'm saying I'm going to Seattle. It's like another show that nobody's really heard. Like, not saying nobody's heard of, but it's definitely more regional. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. Pulls a different crowd, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be different. It's like, because, you know, we get used to the same shows, and then it's like, hey, it's kind of the same. It's like a moving tour where you get the same crew. It's like a circus or something. A little yeah. bit. And a now it'll bit. be pretty interesting to see just different angles. Different of circus. A different circus, exactly. A different circus. Hey, fourth news, Ohio marijuana proposal would allow home growers. The revised language is modeled on the Oregon legalization measure. It will allow Ohioans over 21 to get licenses from the state to grow up to four plants indoors, but they cannot sell their crops. Drafters of this, uh, this is from Cincinnati.com. Drafters of this year's proposal to legalize marijuana in Ohio said Tuesday they have added language to allow adults over 21 to get a license to grow at home. They also cut the suggested tax on retail sales from 15% to 5%. Until Tuesday, the proposed constitutional amendment from Responsible Ohio said nothing about people growing at home. Lydia Bolander, the group's spokeswoman, said the organizations originally intended to leave the issue to the Ohio legislature. Quote, but we had a lot of input from experts and concerned citizens, not just here in Ohio, but nationwide, Bolander said. And the more we thought about it, staying silent on the home grow issue was only going to create more confusion. So they need to collect at least 306,000 signatures to place the proposed amendment on the November ballot. The amendment will provide for 10 privately owned grow sites, three of which would be in greater Cincinnati, but potential supporters argued that leaving out home growers could hurt the proposal. So, Ohio, I don't know, Ohio stand up. Do we have Ohioans, Ohioans in our audience? Chat room, Ohio, anyone going to go vote for this in Ohio? Adam, you know people in Ohio? Uh, I know people Two's from. Two people, I was right? going to say, I know people from Ohio. Not so much. Two. Get at your two. They all, if they all the ran China away. Room. They all ran away, all the ones. No. <laughs> get at your people who stayed behind. There's got to be a few. It's got to be a couple be. left. Well, hopefully enough. It's so, it's kind of crazy when, when places are trying to restrict growing from and out of the whole thing because it just instantly reeks of like corruption or something you know because when they're trying to consolidate it well it's it's 10 centers can have to grow at all yeah the whole point of cannabis is sort of independence you know what i mean and that's the ability to do so like you know we can't do that we don't want people doing that with alcohol you don't want people with skills at home brewing because it's dangerous yeah because a lot of times they screw up and it kills people that's not a good thing you know what i mean they don't yeah whereas cannabis i mean again it's you know it's a benign substance that needs to be sort of treated that way and not you know, it's benign in itself uh, in one sense, but at the other side, super, you know, potent in its... in its uh, But not form. harmful. Exactly. Right. So there's there's really not much to be scared of. And at the end of the day, I think teaching people to grow responsibly is one thing. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing if they said you do need uh, to go to a, a Adam basic... Adam Dunn's class just on a growing. Basic, well, even just a basic learn about electrical and learn about the things that you need to know because at the end of the day, you got to be <laughs> sort of like an independent... Uh, you know, you can't just rely on... Uh, you know, hoping that other people are going to do it for you. You got to do a lot of this stuff yourself, and that's kind of. If only there was some sort of boot camp. I know. Imagine some that. sort of 
places. Cannabis in like related boot camp. Yeah. Oh, it'd be only. great. Oh, it would be so only. Good. If only. Thanks, guys. I'm getting better at the timing. You see that? Marijuana flips appetite switch in brain from the scientific American. Smoking marijuana may stoke a yearning for crisps, but understanding how it affects hunger is relevant not just to those who indulge in it. The drug has yielded a ripe target for scientists who seek to stimulate or suppress appetite, the receptor CB1 found in cells throughout the body. That's a terrible sentence. When activated by the anti-nausea drug dronabinol, which is also a component of marijuana, cannabis sativa, CB1 prompts the release of hunger-promoting hormones, and suppressing its activity is thought to aid in weight loss. But the mechanism by which the receptor kills or kindles appetite is not entirely understood. Now neuroscientist Thomas Horvath of Yale University in New Haven and colleagues report in Nature that nerve cells called proopiomelanocortin neurons play a key role in this process. POMC had generally been thought to promote satiation, but Horvath's teams found that POMC neurons in the brain release not just a hunger-suppressing hormone, but also one that promotes appetite. When which hormone is secreted is regulated by a protein in the cell's mitochondria, structures that regulate energy levels. When the CB1 receptor is activated, this mitochondrial protein induces POMC to switch from secreting the substance that suppresses gorging to the one that encourages it. The finding is intriguing, says Umberto Pagodo, a neuroscientist at the University of Bologna, who has studied cannabinoids for many years. It gives us a different starting point to look at CB1 receptors and the mitochondria, he says. So that's pretty interesting, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like if it's in Scientific American, you should say chips, not crisps. No, I, I caught that too, and obviously they just <laughs> copy and pasted it from from nature, but... Oh, it is by nature. It's reprinted from nature, which mm. is British. Yes, it is. I, I thought British, the same. mate. But I chips. thought... I think very interesting. They know how crisps. the munchies work now. <laughs> they know how the munchies work. I don't know if you guys caught that hidden yeah, in all the mumbo-jumbo. Mitochondria switch CB receptor. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. It can switch what your mitochondria do. I think that's really cool. Well, it the thing is, sense. and it does. It's like because um, you notice that even though you do get munchies, sometimes, sometimes you don't at all. You know, right. you, and it's almost the opposite where you go all day, you don't eat. It's no big deal. You smoked all day long. Yeah, I don't eat anything yeah. for all day except yeah. Taco Bell. I, oh, the, yeah. the thing I kind of feel about munchies is a lot of like uh, a lot of uh, strains. It's almost like a uh, snowball effect. Well, like if you don't eat on a lot of a lot of strains, you're good. You you're good. But once you start, <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's true. It is true. That's 100. percent I mean, not 100, percent but that is <laughs> that is 100 percent accurate. Quincy, you should print that. <laughs> no, but it Science. is. It is true. It's like uh, it's like also the beginning of the day. Like if you eat in the beginning of the day, you kind of can't stop Hungry eating. Day, you know yeah. what I mean? And if you don't, you just kind of like don't set turn off on your, that food switch. That's it. Yeah. Don't do it, kid. So, never eat. Never eat. Playing with tabs. From the Huffington Post, Vermont could be the next state to legalize recreational. Everybody agrees with you, by the way, Crunch. Vermont could become the first state in history to legalize recreational marijuana via state legislature with a new bill submitted Tuesday that aims to end prohibition of the plant. Senate Bill 95 would legalize the possession, use, and sale of recreational marijuana in the state for those 21 and older. Adult residents could possess up to an ounce of marijuana (coughs) and grow up to nine plants, two mature, seven immature, for personal use, including any additional marijuana produced by those plants. Personal cultivation would be limited to secure indoor facilities. Non-residents could also enjoy the new laws, legally purchasing up to one quarter of an ounce of marijuana from a licensed retail shop. 
The bill also proposes an excise tax of $40 per ounce of marijuana flour, $15 per ounce of any other marijuana product, and $25 tax on each immature <coughs> cannabis plant sold by a cultivator. Wow, $25 tax on clones. Oh, my God, I got to move right now. I'd like to think about that. <laughs> I, I mean, like just to think about how much money people are going to be making off clones. Like I just cut... 240 clones myself yesterday. And you're if selling you them sold for $15 each on Craigslist. That's wild. That's wild. No, it's not. Well, no, it's not. Why, you, why is that crazy? Yeah, that's not. No, but I'm saying like it's crazy that people are able to just now slang clones. make their living off people, of slang and clones. People, yeah. it's, it's been a thing uh, for a little while, kid. That's not new. Yeah, that's been really? Yeah. Really. Yeah, slang and clones has been a thing, bud. Yeah, you have like 25 mothers and you just rock all day. I guess. You can, I mean, I've just never... I've always had that issue... I guess because of the people that we talked to, like like for George, for example, when I tried to get clones from him, it was like so, like I don't know, man, like I don't know if I can give you my clones. Well, man. well, that's what happens. No one but gives <coughs> clones. That's <laughs> well, no, I, I paid for them. That's but. called negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just give you one. Uh, so forty percent of revenue brought in through marijuana taxation in Vermont would be earmarked for substance abuse <laughs> treatment services, public education programs about the risk of using various drugs, law enforcement, and academic and medical research on the plant. Marijuana will remain banned from being smoked in public still. And, uh, and good, it should be. Well, what? I mean, it still doesn't give us a solution for uh, a you can't bar. Drink in public. What you can't drink in public? Yeah, you well, can in you Glendale. That's just like Donovan's the man. Well, I, I've just been taking and I, you know, the paper bag method. So all I do is I just stick a joint in a paper bag. <laughs> 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 what, if, what if you walked down the street with like a little bong in a paper bag and you just, or just a square like, black box that you can see? Idea. It's an interesting <laughs> idea. Bong in a paper bag. Is it like that it. same like don't see don't tell type thing? As well, the you can could is? do it with it your is. torchless now. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that you could put in a paper bag. You could totally paper bag that. Walk down the street. Because otherwise you got to light it. What you got in there? Bag smoke. Bag smoke. Bag of smoke. I didn't know. I fill up my vapor before I leave the house. And then <laughs> just cruise around with my sack. Yeah, yeah could, could you fill up like a volcano bag and walk around with your volcano bag? <laughs> I don't see why not. Not see through though. You couldn't see because you see the smoke. Well, well, the thing is, I, I don't. A brown bag around it though would be I cool. I think the problem, <laughs> big long round, long yeah. bag around I think your the volcano. The real problem bag. with a volcano bag is it's, it's empty you, real quick. You, well, and and it's not going to be too Like that guy's huffing paint. Let me let me hit that volcano bag though. That would be the next. That would be the next. Get every question. Yeah, especially if you had like silver paint around your face. That would help. Prosecutors, ACLU, and NAACP joined to legalize marijuana. This looks like New Jersey, where I have some hey, good, good marijuana news after talking <laughs> to my lawyer. You have some connections too. over in New Jersey, I hear. Yeah. Newark representatives of diverse organizations on Wednesday plan to launch a consortium aimed at legalizing marijuana in New Jersey. Huzzah! New Jersey United for Marijuana Reform will focus on educating New Jerseyans about New our Jerseyans. failed marijuana law, said Eliza Strame. An organizer of the new group, we're confident we'll have the support to change the law once the time comes. A, new, a news conference is planned in Newark to announce the consortium. Among the groups to be represented at the news conference are New Jersey Municipal Prosecutors Association, which last year came out in favor of legalizing marijuana, and the New Jersey chapters of the American Civil Liberties Union and the National, Advancement of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. A media advisory said the various groups are joining forces in a broad-based <laughs> campaign to legalize tax and regulate marijuana ending thousands of arrests per year in New Jersey. Last February, the Board of Trustees of the Municipal Prosecutors Association voted to endorse legalization of marijuana, according to John John Henry Barr, president of the association and one of the expected speakers at Wednesday's event. Seven of the board's ten members voted in favor of legalization, according to Barr. Uh, (coughs) 
So what does that mean for Jersey? What does it mean for Jersey? Well, it means that there instead actually, of two guys running it, now there's ten guys running it. Well, that's that's how everything. That's what everything means for Jersey. Yeah, there's it's always only, two guys. There's so only what four? Like oh, I think two, three, or four at the most dispensaries, dispensaries in New Jersey. Because I looked into them in case you know I ever had to. Move yeah, but back this home is for this for legalization, but this isn't medical. Full, right, full but blown. that's what I mean. But I, I mean, how in in how long Jersey has been a medical state with the the minimalist amount of progression that they have made i wonder how much or how smart of an idea it is to just for them to just try to jump right to the legalization because they they haven't even seen what medical can do or what what it can do beneficially or negatively for the state so that worries me that it may well, just Chris get Christie shot definitely down right away. so a monmouth university yeah. asbury park press poll in late march and early april last year revealed that new jerseyans are split almost down the middle in legalization wow. hmm. but those in support of the current bills were in the minority Patrick Murray, director of the Monmouth University Polling Institute, said that said then that it seemed people had questions about how the proposal would be implemented and what kind of safeguards would be put in place. Right. And this guy said, "Oh, he's a cop. I don't want to hear what he says." I don't hear it. But that's but like what you just said. That's what that's exactly what concerns Wait. me. Even if we are the the uh, minority in it, so even if it is almost fifty fifty, he doesn't. Does it sound racist when he says minority? No, no aspect. No. But so even even in that aspect, if we if it is close to fifty fifty, but it's really you know fifty two forty eight, we're gonna lose. However, I feel that if you tried to push the medicinal factor to it, it's not gonna be a tourist thing. You're not gonna have people coming to the Jersey Shore and being able to go to dispensaries and making asses of themselves. They're gonna need to have because no one on the Jersey Shore is making asses of themselves. But that's my point exactly. Like it doesn't. It already happens enough. They don't need to add to it. I mean, so I think it might tone it down. Actually, it's a top shelf kind of night. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Come on, play the play then, the sound. Then we play definitely, the then we kid. definitely need what, a, news, a news, crunchy news, and news, the kid news, go to the Jersey From college.usatoday.com, new study shows no link between marijuana use and car accidents. The effects, the effect of marijuana use on drivers just became a little less hazy, and not in the way led legislators or medical experts might, expe- might expect, a new study from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration found that consuming marijuana does not elevate the crash risk of the driver, a result that's leaving road safety decision makers wanting more information. Same old info, just keeps getting rehashed. Rehashed. <laughs> oh, there's a pretty clear accelerating trend of marijuana use among drivers, says Gordon Trowbridge, communication director at the National Highway and Transportation Safety Administration. There's more and more of this on the highway, and it's becoming something we know relatively little about. The study looked at more than 3,000 drivers involved in crashes over a 20-month period in Virginia Beach, measuring which substances, if any, were in their systems at the time of the accident. The study also included 6,000 control drivers in the same area over the same time period who were not involved in any accidents. It was the most closely controlled study of its kind that has never been conducted, Trowbridge says. Unsurprisingly, the results showed that drivers with alcohol in their systems were far more likely to crash. Adjusted for age and gender, the study found a driver with a blood alcohol content of .08, the legal limit, is four times as likely to crash as a driver with no alcohol in his or her body. When BAC hits .15, drivers are 12 times as likely to get into an accident. What's more unexpected, the odds adjusted for age and gender that a driver with THC in his in his or her system crashing are only 5% higher than those of a sober driver. That's negligible. Yeah, well, it's 1,200% right. yeah. 
for alcohol. How many accidents did you five, not get in because you drove percent. so slow that right. you were just like creeping and, along? And let me tell you, that's a good place to do that study because <laughs> the guys, the people in Virginia Beach, I've like gone down there for some parties because Britt used to go to Virginia Wesleyan and that's and Virginia Beach. Those people there do it right. They drink, they smoke. I mean, they do a bunch of other well, drugs the, too. And they drive. So right, that's doing right. it right. Doing it right. It was, yeah, they're doing it right. But no, it was a good place to conduct that survey though because you know they could have just gone to some bumble hell town and bumble hell. Hell. I'm, I'm trying to watch my language but <laughs> they, but they had you know they could have just gone to some random bumble town in the middle of nowhere but they chose a good place to conduct that survey though so that's that's solid so they say marijuana is complicated this study is a very important part of beginning to learn the factors we need to pay attention to trowbridge says we know far less about marijuana at this point than we do about alcohol while the study indicates a difference between how thc and alcohol actually intoxicate drivers they are treated the same way by police officers on the road Quote, if we suspect that they are intoxicated with marijuana and driving, then we handle it like we would alcohol, where we put you through a field sobriety test, says Commander Chris Tennant of the police department in Pullman, you. Washington. <laughs> you always pass. Because that's not hard to do those things. Not to mention, once a cop tells me to step out of the vehicle for a field sobriety test, and I'm just a little high, goes right away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever high you had is Cured. <laughs> Problem fixed. Yeah. I can't wait to get done with this field sobriety test so I can get high. Well, Tennant says that Pullman police tend to find drivers under the influence of marijuana only after they've been pulled over for a different violation. It's only after that we detect there's any intoxication problem, Tennant says, adding that there's no particular pattern to the road mistakes these drivers make. Yeah, there is. There is, however, a specific pattern to the Drivers caught with marijuana in their systems. Most of them are under the influence of other drugs, usually alcohol. Yeah, apparently in that community. See that, but that doesn't. That just kind of neutralizes yeah. all those. The whole things. argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really drunk, and also I had some Cheetos. I probably crashed because of the Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, and then the, the they did the same study in Holland in the early '90s, and it was cost a couple million bucks, and they sent over a bunch of American scientists to basically figure out how dangerous cannabis was and then they had ex- all the the entire conclusion was that you miss more exits and you drive slow. Yeah. And so they were like, well that's totally not what sounding too exciting. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. the <laughs> biggest waste. <laughs> You're burning up your gas. So that's basically really what I what I would suggest is that you put two exits for every exit so that when you miss the first exit then there's the, the can of you got exit? the B exit, the can of B exit, you know? No, it's like, there's there should just be a sign that has like a Fake picture exit. of something really cool <laughs> on it, so the ooh, and then it just says, "Dude, your exit's seriously coming up." Yeah, so, something like that. That was the worst when I was riding on four seventy six to get to and from college. It was a longer highway where the exits were, you know, twenty five to thirty miles apart. So if you fucked up, you so fucked up big, d- bad. Yeah. So and mine was the worst because if I missed the Kutztown exit, the Lehigh Valley Allentown. Which, what was Reading, the name of that? Was the name Kutztown? Ooh, that's right. That's 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 racist. No, no that's Kutztown. No, nah, Kutztown's <laughs> like up in like Pennsylvania Dutch, you know, like uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Not, but uh, but if Kutztown. I missed the Lehigh Valley exit, I had to go another forty eight miles. Under the Lehigh Valley Tunnel to the Poconos wow. before I could turn around. Wow. So that is it was, can you explain how all the sound is working that, that today? That happened all the time because I would just get just get baked driving and then be like, I think that's my exit, and then it's gone. And then I'm like, yeah. Oh man! So that's the danger of driving. Forty eight miles. That is the day. That is the big danger right there. Huge. <laughs> you miss Huge your exit, danger. and I've yeah. almost run out of gas. I'd say that's probably the worst thing I've had happen to me. Yeah. I've definitely run out of gas. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I've waited for <laughs> emergency signal lights to turn green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I do that. Stopping, like, stopping at green yeah, lights. Just, stopping just at green lights. That's a big stony thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. 
Those are the main concerns. Yeah. Oh, man. So, Do you have more news, Mitch? It is. This one doesn't deserve a news. It's just kind of funny. Apparently, Krispy Kreme started the Krispy Kreme Club. Started all with K's and then advertised KKK Wednesday. Oh, man. Ooh. No way. Really? Yeah. yeah it's I've been eating so Kingdom. many Krispy Kremes lately. It, it was what a surprise. Krispy Kreme <laughs> what? Krispy Kreme started something called the Krispy Kreme Club, and then oh, they spell club with a K. Why would they? Because it's England. Because well, so they weren't being. Oh, because Krispy Kreme is K. Yeah, it's KK, but like, ah, oh, you have to. Who be, didn't see that? I they mean, better fire their marketing person because that's like the biggest mistake Oops. you can make. Or they should only market to white people. That's true. Racist that's true. news, 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 news. Racist news. From Huffington Post again, members of Congress stand up for California medical marijuana dispensary. Three congressional lawmakers from California are accusing the U.S. Department of Justice of overreach in an ongoing crackdown against Harborside Health Center, widely considered to be the largest and one of the most well-respected medical marijuana dispensaries in the nation. We believe Department of Justice has overstepped its bounds in the Harborside case. Representatives Dana Rohrbacher, Sam Farr, and Barbara Lee wrote in a letter last week about... U.S. Attorney Melinda Haig's effort to shut down the Oakland, California-based Harborside. We believe DOJ is not acting within the spirit or letter of the law, nor in the best interest of the people who depend on Harborside for reliable, safe medical marijuana. The letter notes that public acceptance of medical marijuana has grown nationally even as the federal policy on the substance stagnates. To highlight his support, Rohrbacher posed with Harborside's co-founder and executive director and Adam Dunfriend, Stevie D, at the dispensary. It's my phone freaking out. It's doing the thing. Oh, no. So, you want to get Stevie D on the phone, bud? Can you do that one time? We'll do it. Talk about the crackdown sure. and the fight. Sure. Good. All right. One we'll more. We'll get him. One more news, 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 and then well, we can keep it rolling. Well, kid, kid, kid. News, 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 This one's from the cannabis. IRS to bankless Colorado MMJ dispensary contesting fines. Too bad. A Denver medical marijuana dispensary penalized for not paying certain taxes electronically got a succinct reply from the Internal Revenue Service during its appeal. Tough luck. An Internal Revenue Service appeals officer told All Greens LLC that not being able to get a bank account is no excuse for not paying employee withholding taxes electronically as required by federal tax law. The dispensary has tried to get a bank account for at least two years. That All Greens, quote, cannot secure a bank account due to current banking laws is not considered reasonable cause to abate the penalty. An IRS hearing officer ruled in denying the dispensary's request to waive the 10% penalty. The dispensary is one of many to face the fine, assessed even though the company pays its taxes in cash and on time at the Denver downtown IRS office twice each month. The IRS requires all businesses to pay the quarterly tax by bank wire, which is impossible for hundreds of medical and recreational marijuana shops nationwide that are unable to obtain banking services. Rather than waive the penalty for cash-only businesses paying the tax on time, the IRS has advised the companies to avoid the assessment by using techniques that amount to money laundering, All Green's attorney Rachel Gillette has said. The dispensary was first to challenge the IRS policy in U.S. tax court, saying the penalty is unfair since many marijuana businesses cannot find banking because the drug remains illegal under federal law. In newly filed court papers, the dispensary said... A hearing officer's determination in October that the business's inability to get a bank account was little more than hard luck runs afoul of the agency's own rules. The IRS imposes the penalty, quote, unless it can be shown that such failure to pay electronically is due to reasonable cause and not due to willful neglect. All Greens, quote, meets the requirements of reasonable cause because the petitioner exercised ordinary business care and prudence in paying its federal employment tax obligation. 
Gillette writes in a new court brief. Quote, the application of penalty to an entire industry, though willing, is unable to comply, is discriminatory, unjust, and unfair, Gillette wrote the IRS. The IRS was clear that its, quote, position is all withholding taxes are to be made via electronic funds transfer deposit system, and as of now, IRS has not made any policy change or exception for businesses that cannot use banks to make their federal tax deposits. IRS Settlement Officer Linda Andrews wrote in her decision denying Algreen's request. Gillette said the decision shows how the IRS has forsaken its role as a fair and impartial enforcer of the tax code as it has allowed the federal government's position on marijuana to influence its decision. Enforcing the penalties is, quote, a wasteful and inefficient use of taxpayer dollars, Gillette wrote in her tax court challenge. Algreen's case is pending. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, well, you can't expect them to back off right off the bat but they're gonna they're gonna break down at some point and, and it's the irs i mean well, who cares about them anyway well, as no, far as that's not the right answer <laughs> buddy as, as who, far as <laughs> who cares about yeah, those guys those guys they don't do shit but uh but uh the thing is the irs is like the most callous like um like yeah they're pretty completely outside of the government agency that you can really they're do. rogue they're rogue borderline rogue yeah I like condoms. it doesn't matter it I, 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 you literally just popped killed me Killed Ryan by popping. I wish. No. But that's the last stand. I mean, they're, they're going to hold the money till the end. They're going to fight that, you know, trying to keep uh, keep us in uh, in check, basically. But yeah. I mean, you always get the same answer, though. We're the IRS. What did you expect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're, we're well, like, I mean, that's the difference. Like, living in Holland for so long is like, they're, they're consi- I mean, they're the tax guys are way scarier than the, than the Do they have place. guns? Yep. Because the cops don't have guns there, right? No, but the, but the, the tax, tax, cops tax do. guys do. Well, they co- the, the cops actually do have guns now. Now but, they but, do. But I they know. used to be back in the day a little more casual. But no, the tax guys are way, 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 way scarier. I mean, they'll, and they, they are pretty, you know, they pretty much come in and clock you when you're not. You know, no, they don't ever announce themselves. They just kind of come in and hang in the corner and take notes and then slap a bill on you, you know, and you're like, what? Where did this come from? They're they, not, come, they come in your store and stuff? Oh, yeah. They come in on the most busy days and just clock you for the most busy hour and then multiply that Multiply by that for the whole year. For the whole year and then go, here you go. And you're like, what? That doesn't make any sense, you know? And you're like, well, if you want to stay in business, you need to pay us. You, you need know? to pay us. Very corrupt. Very corrupt. Well, we're done with news. You want to do some shout-outs before we uh, take quick, it on to our guests? For sure. Quick uh, shout-out to Way to Grow. Of course. Colorado's number one grow supplier. Seven. Doing their 12-year anniversary oh, sale right now. Awesome. Dude, they got $13 bags of Vermifier, $115 Rockwool Hugo cases, $6 True Blue T5 bulbs, and then 30% off all sizes of Kapow and Ultimate Plant Washes. Uh, Plus, I'm sure if you use the Adam Dunn code, you'll get even Yeah, you just say cheap. Adam Dunn Show yes. as your account when it's time to go. And again, waytogrow.net is your resource. They got all sorts of great stuff on there, information about different products, information that you can use. For example, all different things on uh, 315 ceramic metal halides, stuff on the Gavita Pro E-Series. Nice. And Air pruning and nursery pots. They also got know. a new store in uh, Silverthorne, so <laughs> if you're living up that way, and instead of getting snowed in like the last couple of days and not being able to get your gear, you can get get it up there at Silverthorne. Get, get it at the Silverthorne location. Get it. And also, they have um, at the ten, at the Platte River location. They'll have their concentration corner there, where they can there get you all your gear and uh, start. I mean, I'm sure that's the kind of stuff you're in constantly in need of. 
Yeah, and it's it's a lot of the replenish the you know the stuff that you are running out of that you know sure. whatever. It's not all hardware. Not all hardware. They're consumables. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, so you got all, the your, words. all your consumable lab supplies go on down a way to grow at the Platte River store. Use Adam Dunn Show. Get it for cheaper. That's it. Get it for cheaper. It only makes sense. Also got a shout out to Incredibles Edibles. Oh yeah. High quality handcrafted infused edibles. I've been seeing great mm-hmm. pictures from them on Keep Instagram. The bars back. You yep. can they, they have so many bars. Oh, is it like thirteen? Oh, you know, you'll never get it. They're but anyway, the Makiba's also got more. They, they they juiced it up, right? They got some raspberries in there. Or something. Yeah, there's yeah. raspberries in it. I'm ready. I'm very interested to grab. raspberries grab in mocha them. with coconut oil and agave syrup. So. Sounds good. Nice. Sounds good. Sounds good. I definitely solid. was uh, enjoying the peanut, peanut butter, 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 butter big time. Yeah, oh, yeah you guys enjoyed that a little too. I just ate a strawberry crunch bar the other day. I actually mixed it in with a milkshake. It was really good. Yeah, you made your own little quick milkshake. Shake. And then, you know, you can follow them on uh, on Instagram at Incredibles underscore uh, extracts, Incredibles underscore Colorado, Incredibles underscore Garden. They have great pictures of all their stuff. You know, they have plenty of other products, the gummies, the pills. So big shout out to the guys over Incredibles. Big, big shout out. And also a big shout out to our buddies at Dark Horse Genetics. The creators of the Bruce Banner and the home of uh, what I think will be some of the most exciting genetics coming out, you know, coming out live and direct now. Uh, if you guys don't know the Bruce Banner, it was voted strongest strain on the air, strong, strongest strain on Earth in 2015, uh, 2014, and uh, I mean it's one of my, it's a Colorado classic. As it's so funny because it's a tribute to Colorado, but he came on the show and told us that it was in uh, San Francisco or in uh, Montana that he created it. Uh, but definitely check him out at darkhorsegenetics.com. Their LA Sunshine. I assume I'm that's a new mail. That's a new mail they're using on. Like, no, the, no, the the LA Sunshine. See, I didn't know if it was okay to say it. That's why I'm derping around on their website. But it's their Bruce Banner number three, and he hit that with Bodie's Dark Matter F two. So I'm just gonna read the description. It's uh, when Cheech and Chong asks you to make a strain, you say hell yes. That's why Tommy Chong's hanging around, Jason. He actually made this LA Sunshine for them for their new movie. It's pretty awesome. Check them out, darkhorsegenetics.com. The seeds are obviously available at seedsherenow.com. And if you're going to be in Denver, well, first of all, if you're in L.A., go to the live store. Uh, Or if you're in Seattle this weekend, you'll be there. Well, you can come see them. And don't forget to download the app, too, both for iPhone and Android. Um, But uh, if you're in L.A., check out the dispensary. It's like uh, pretty cool. It's vending machines only. Vending machines in the security guard. No know-it-alls that think they know more than you. Just go buy good herb and be out. The uh, menus are online at darkhorsegenetics.com as well. Um, And, of course, if you're going to be in Denver around 420 time, the Bruce Banner Bowl. Check it out. Murphy's Law. We're going to be hanging out there. It's 18th, right? I believe yes, so. Yes, it is the 18th. Yeah. You know what's crazy is the other day at the after my class over at the university there, I ran, I, my car, I had like left the lights on, of course, classic. So car I was died. Like, I was one of the last cars in the parking lot, so then I saw this crew coming out, and I was like, you know, you see the first people you saw, I was like, nah, they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to be able to help me, and then next, and I saw this other crew come out, and they were like, oh, these guys definitely have got jumper cables, because I'm sure these guys have been high and have lived their the lights on. They've done the same thing, and they were super cool. And they, but then they had one of those jump things, and it wasn't charged. So, definitely the kind of guys I knew. But then all of a sudden they were just like, "Hey, what are you, you going to be around around the 18th?" And I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Yeah, we're going to be playing at the Oriental." I was like, "Really? That's interesting." Because, <laughs> because I, I think I know who it, the, the, the show. And I was like, "Oh, with Dark Horse." And he was like, "Oh, yeah." So he's one of the opening bands for. So that. it's I think MF Ruckus. They're the local. I so guess. MF Ruckus, oh, Cinderella, uh, Bruce Banner Bolt. Dude, tickets are seventeen bucks. 
Boom. Go do it. Right now, Oriental the OrientalTheater.com. It's four eighteen Denver, Colorado. High Times Cannabis Cup, Denver. It's going to be in town. Oriental's a good place to go see a show too, because it's yeah. definitely one of the, one of the, the last. The Orient. Yes. I know. I know. Certain <laughs> things can't be promised, but uh, if you are twenty one years of older or older, one of years of years of older. If you're twenty one or older and you're going to be there, there's a good chance you might be able to try some real Bruce Banner from the man himself, and uh, see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, that that should be cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy times right around that time. It'll be like, bam! It's the first day of the cup. Plus, you got that. It's good we, times. Yeah. It's plus we've had, plus we're two days time. after our our little shinny diggy. Dig. I mean, if you got an invite, you know. If you didn't get an invite yet, keep listening. <laughs> no idea what you guys are talking keep about. Keep listening. ADSI. ADSI. That's all you need to know yet. ADSI. ADSI. I'm trying to think of any of our current listeners that I see in the chat room would have an invite. I don't know. I don't know. Check your Facebook. Uh, kid. What's up? Say hi to Yon for me. Okay. Okay. Hi, Yon. I will. I don't think he's listening. Is that who you're texting with? No. Say hi to Brittany for me. I will. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lady. <clears throat> I'm actually texting my brother. Say hi to your brother for me. Thanks. Hi, Tyler. Tony Baloney has ca- cables for you if he needs. Uh-huh. Swayze's ghost says cars needing to be jumped probably increases with legalization. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Y'all, you guys <laughs> have seen me move with my jump box many a time. Yep. Yeah. 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 So uh, you want to introduce our guest? I you think you, you, you pulled it together. I mean, I, I, mean, I woke I, up this morning. No, and I didn't Mark. Know Mark pulled it together. I woke up Mark this morning not knowing what was going on, and I was like, Pittsburgh normal sent oh, me yes. a message. We've got a real show because mm-hmm. we were. I was definitely going to bed and not knowing what was going to go on today. So I know. This is a rabbit out of the hat. So you, you can announce. Cause like well, why don't we let Jessica introduce herself? We've had, we've had Jessica on the show before. She called in uh, from hold you. her okay. home in Pittsburgh. And Jessica and her daughter, Naya, are in studio today. Um, hold on. Let me move my chair. I'll hold you. And we're definitely going to want to kind of let them tell the story more than me. But uh, I can kind of guide the story in. Yeah, guys. So we got contacted by our buddy Mark Sheldon, Pinsky's buddy. Yeah, who is right? Who was here the other day? Pinsky's buddy Mark, who was in studio last week, uh, and put us in touch with Jessica and said, AKA "Hey, the I, brain, aka the brain, the brain, okay, right? Pinsky and remember the brain. Pinsky it's Pinsky and the brain." <laughs> and so the brain put us in touch with Jessica and said, "Hey, there's this woman who contacted us through Pittsburgh Normal, and she has a daughter with Dravet's syndrome, which is the same." Condition that Charlotte figures the Charlotte's Web girl right. is treating, and she is hoping, and she's treating it with CBD. So that's that's Jessica, and we have them. They are in uh, Colorado presently, and the whole fam's right here. And uh, we wanted to bring them in studio and introduce them to you guys in the audience, and hopefully get get a really good discussion going. So Jessica, first we want to thank you for taking the time to travel up here today. Well, thank you for having us. It's are beautiful guys, here, by the way. Are you guys all? comfortable in there getting settled in i know everyone's trying to crowd around the mic over there and it's she it's i think she just wants to sit on my lap but She's i don't want her to knock anything over she's kind of snatchy <laughs> it's, it's all right so how long have you guys been in colorado did you just arrive in town we did yesterday actually you guys flew out from uh from pittsburgh we, f- we flew from pittsburgh um got out from snowmageddon yeah yeah <laughs> that was that was a rough one they sh- we usually drive because she can't handle the pressure right right um she did pretty good we sedated her for the first flight she slept through it she was okay second one by the time we got off in um colorado springs she just had a pretty bad seizure and lo and behold the oil 
Saved her again. You were able to give her medicine right, right yeah. here. Yeah. That's great. So we, we do have some listeners from Pittsburgh who are really excited and shouting us out in the chat room right now. I'm seeing the chat room. Oh. So that's good. <laughs> so, hey, guys. So um, why don't you talk to us about your your journey and how, how you came to find – how you came to Colorado, you know, how you came to be here now and, and, and how when this started and how long this has been going on for you and how it's playing out. I would probably be here for like a year if I told you everything, but um, – We got we got two and a half. <laughs> we got a solid two hours. <laughs> okay. Well, after her, like within 20 – oh, are you singing? Oh, that's okay. You can sing in there. Sorry. You want to introduce Luciano? <laughs> say hi, Luci, say hi. Hi. <laughs> can you tell them your name? Say my name is – what's your name? Luciano? <laughs> He's a sweetie. Thank you. Um, after The day after she got her six-month shots – I was at school when my mom called me and said she had her first seizure. She didn't know it was a seizure because we didn't expect it. It just she turned blue, rushed her to the hospital. And and what was that seizure like? Was was it? I mean, was it? Is it like a typical epileptic seizure that we see? Um. Yeah. She went into what did she do? Turn blue and just just fell flat on the ground and just tonic clonic. Clenched it right. Yeah. Um. She called me. I met them at the hospital. They, as soon as she got there, I mean, they threw meds in her. As soon as she was, I didn't even have time to make a decision. I right. was like rushing from school to get there. Um, they were just like, "Oh, she had a seizure. She needs this. She needs that." And that's kind of when our journey began, right there. She was at two years old on nine different FDA-approved meds. And, and did you did you have any uh, part in choosing them or deciding that or did they kind of like doctors do kind of tell you well this is we know more than you and this is what you got to do that's pretty much what it was um, and I was young we I didn't know I mean I knew that I wanted to do something medically but I didn't know I didn't, I knew nothing but to believe them right so I mean they're like oh we've seen this before we need she needs this and that and we're gonna put her on clonopin at three years old and I mean. I didn't want to, but we've kind of exhausted the only options that we knew of. She was on everything else. She's been on every anti-convulsant. And did no. they help? No. Not at all? Not at all. They've actually made her worse. Um, she's been in a medical-induced coma two times. For, for how long was that? Seven days the first time. Wow. Second, the second time was only four. Um, I mean, she was intubated and everything from Ativan. She has an allergy, too. Now we know that. We didn't right. know that at first. And um, diastat, she had gotten, first time ever, she didn't have seizures for a couple of days. And we're like, oh, this is working. And then the next thing you know, I wake up and there was just, she had Stevens-Johnson's, which is, I mean, we were watching these blisters, this rash was just like appearing on her body. It was in her mouth and her eyes. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, they were growing and they would just bleed and just break. Wow. And that was a side effect from her having this medication. That was um, Zorontin. So we thought, I'm like, oh, we hit the jackpot. You know, we're going to, this is working for her. And then it ended up giving her that side effect. I mean, she has side effects from everything. She's anxious, as you can see. She can't sit down ever. She's like ripping at her skin. And uh, from Kepra, she has aggression problems. We uh -huh. can't help it. She knows that she doesn't mean to do it, but she does it. And um, she's gained three times her weight in the last two years. Well, that's phenomenal. I mean, I wanted, you brought in some pictures from, from before she started the cannabis treatment. Is that correct? Yeah. 
So I wonder if we can get one of those held up for the camera because, I mean, that's it's really amazing. Oh, you can pick whatever one you want. I don't know. Crunchy, you on top of that? Can you do that for I us, buddy? I don't like picking pictures. <laughs> well, I mean, on, on top of I'll, holding I'll it up I'll for the camera. Up, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> uh, we're, we're watching, but... um, So, sorry. So, she's... Prior to treatment, though, I mean, obviously, Aww. it must have been difficult for her to do just about everything. Eat, She couldn't talk. do anything. Yeah, I mean, she tried. She tried, because she's, she's a tough kid, but... Um, she's gained, she tripled her weight in two years from steroids. It's been causing her to, her bones are weak. She has like dense bones now. It's, her feet break. She has braces on. She can't even hold herself up. Um, but within the first hour of her having, I don't even know if, where'd that syringe go? Did you take it? Sit still, buddy. I know people were like, oh, you're giving your child medical marijuana. It's not like I'm rolling joints for her and she's... And blowing smoke in her face. I'm not like giving that. her shotguns, right. no, but <laughs> by all put means. Her, the old put her in a paper bag trick? Yeah, right. <laughs> not that old. We just hot, box, <laughs> hot box in the bathroom. No, it's not It's not that. Um, it's not even half of this syringe, what she gets. She, we fill it up to there. Okay. And she gets that three times a day. Um, Is that just morning, noon, and night type thing? Yeah, when she gets her other meds. Now, if she, has, if she was to have a seizure throughout the day, if I administer that, it's instant. Within 15, 10, 15 seconds, it's done. Done. And she could, she's standing up. I mean, she walked up the steps yeah. three yeah, days after having it. So, and I wanted to ask, if she doesn't get any treatment... What? Well, how does that play out? How long? Like, if she goes with, it has to go without her medicine. Um, I think we talked about this when you were on the show before. They told us, her doctors had told us she wouldn't see seven. She wouldn't live to see seven. She wouldn't be able to walk. She wouldn't be able to talk. And we've definitely seen her both walk up the stairs today. Talk. Uh, Ryan's dog Duke ran around, and she was saying, "Nice doggy." Um, and I mean, is that is that something that you could I'm, even imagine five um, years ago? No, honestly, five years ago, we were trying to live every day like we weren't going to have her again. Right. Um, she she talked a little bit, little words here and there, and walking with assistance, but now she just wants to get up and run. Right. Uh, and it, she tries, but she can't do too much. And I, I said before, she's... She's in one of her medicine modes. But um, she's not perfect, and she's not healed, but right. she's better. She's treated. She's and being we, treated. And the laws in our state prevent us from doing it there with our support system. We would usually – I have grandparents, other than my mom here to help, but I have grandparents and my dad and um, just family, aunts and uncles and nieces and nephews and friends – and um, stepdad that help as much as they can. I mean, we can't. There's no way that we could do it with just Without two people. Support, right. So for us to have to leave Pennsylvania and our support system, I wouldn't be able to go to work. I'm not going to be able to get a job here because I can't just leave her with a babysitter. Of course. Um, I'm in school. I have a I have a really good job that is extremely supportive. And ironically, I work 
in a pharmacy. Really? And I'm going to pharmacy school. Um, but I wouldn't be able to do any of that here. It would take a long time to transition to that. And with the support system that we already have in Pennsylvania, our laws that are restricting her treatment are ridiculous. I had a detective call me the other day at home, um, and he said, somebody said your daughter went to school and said she her mom was letting her smoke marijuana. And I'm like, well, you know, that's funny because she can't even talk. Right. And the only way she can talk is if she gets this oil. And he he was like, oh. So you're open about the oil, even to authorities back home. That we have tried it here, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Um, so you, you've mentioned that you've traveled to Colorado and tried it here. Yeah, right. okay. and he he was all criminal. He's calling my mom a criminal on the phone. And he's like, my mom's like, you know, we don't do that. It's not like we would roll a blunt and let her smoke it. And honestly, if that was what would help her. You would do that too, of course. I would do that. Yeah. I would, I'm not opposed to it. I don't smoke. But I don't have anything against anybody that does, okay. and I see the medical benefits that of it. That could get awkward in here if you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I have no, nobody from Pittsburgh here with me, so I'm not going to get jumped. But uh, she, she's better. She's happy, and she's living a semi, semi-healthy life that she deserves. And her, doc, her doctors have seen it. So Her and, teachers have seen it. Are her doctors it. in the loop? Do they know? Her doctors are for it. Her doctors, they know all about it. Her doctors, we at Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh, her doctors are the doctors that are on board with the other families that are looking for it. I see. And um, they're like, by all means, if if that's going to work, that's going to work. And they they see differences. I mean, she's never done what she's done in 10 years for the last two months. Since December 15th, she had almost 400 seizures a day on December 15th. December 16th. She went for four days without having one seizure. And that's when she started. That's when we tried the oil. Medicine. Four days, and that's the first time in ten years she stood up and walked up my steps. And she went to school, and her teachers were like, "Oh, they sent home a paper that said Naya had no seizures today." And she did all her work. What, what's, what are you guys doing different with her medicine? Of course, you know. Of course, we're not going to say anything. But we have. I mean, we're getting scolded by authorities in Pennsylvania that are. I mean, this this detective's on the phone, and he's going, oh, you know, I'll put you in jail. Uh, criminals, well, oh, you, oh, you're not doing that. You're not giving your child that. Yeah, that's all criminals deny. What they're, and, I'm, and my mom's on the phone, and she's like, how could you call me a criminal for trying to save my grandchild's life? I don't, I don't understand it. So now, is it, did that detective, I mean, did he come to your house? Did he threaten to come to your house? No, he did. He, he threatened to come to my house. He threatened <clears throat> to get Child Protective Services involved, um, which would mean I would lose custody of both of my children and i would go to jail because i am their guardian I, I don't know of what trouble my mother would possibly get in but i know that there are between five like five or six kids i believe that passed away from thanksgiving to christmas and these families didn't have their children for the holiday and they, they'll never have their children again from something that could have been prevented right um i i can't i just couldn't watch it happen anymore and I, i'm not i mean she's she's getting worse she was getting worse before i decided you know i'm not going to listen to what is going on i have to take her to get some help so how long did it take you to make that decision for you to it, it took a while uh I've, we've been looking into it for about two years now and when i the more and more cases that come out about it and oh this child was helped from this and this child with that and we met doctors and we've we've met 
That's why we're here now, to meet up with some doctors. We've met some really amazing people that are that know what they're talking about. And the more and more that I read into it and the more research that I've done, I mean, it's be, it's become an obsession. That's all me. I mean, when I'm at work, I look it up. When my mom's at home, she, she looks it up when she's at home with my kids while I work. I, it's We've become obsessed with trying to get her help, and it's beyond her now. I mean, we we went from advocating for her to advocating for an entire state. And because we decided to make that decision, we are at risk with the law. So we had to leave. So I want to talk about all that stuff. First, the process of making the decision to obviously break the law to, to treat your daughter. I mean, did that... Was there a, one final piece of information that you said, that's it? Or one final thing that happened for Naya that you said, that's it, we got to try this starting tomorrow or today's the day? There was. She had a seizure that landed us into the hospital. Um, it was a seizure that I've never... Naya, you okay? I know you're mad at me. I'm sorry. I'll come... I'm you. sorry this is boring, Naya. It's, it is, <laughs> she... it's boring for Adam and Ryan, too, I no, promise. No, it's not <laughs> boring at all. And they're playing with their phone. No. He's answering stuff. I saw what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's in the chat room. Everybody's in the chat. Who are you in the chat room, kid? I'm us in the chat room too. I'm us in the chat room. I'm too. us too, man. Oh my God, we're schizophrenic in the chat room. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Dissociative personality disorder. Sorry. Come here for one minute. Diamond Dallas Page, PDD, no. talking about wrestling before, weren't we? Come here. We sure were. Negan's are gonna finish each other's sentences. Come on. Is do that it. how we do it? Yeah, you guys are on the same page. The same page wavelength. <laughs> uh, here. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. That's what. Uh, um, it's all about elaborating. Yeah. Back to the question. So you said, yeah, you that that what what led you to kind of say today's the day? We're we're who cares about the law? She had a seizure that I didn't think she was going to come out of. Um, it was the worst seizure I've ever seen her have. She was laying down at home on my couch and she was sleeping on me she had her head on my lap and i heard her let out this scream like she was i mean knocked out cold it, it probably like 30 minutes she was sleeping i just came home from work and she let this yelp out it was like a pain scream and i looked down and her eyes were in the back of her head and her she was like i couldn't even explain it how bad her muscles were she was like punching me and she couldn't stop. Her arms were just up over her head and she was so out of control. I was trying to hold her from falling. You're not supposed to ever do that, but I didn't want her to fall onto the floor Off and that ended up happening anyway. I mean, she, it was so bad. She fell onto the floor and she was just purple. And she Is stopped from, breathing. She sees so much she couldn't breathe. Is that what was She going stopped on? breathing. And I mean, we have. We have medical equipment all over my house. I'm sorry. No, that's, that's... There's medical equipment everywhere. And he... My son came in the room with her bag of medicine at two years old. He came to me with a bag that has 19 different FDA-approved medications in it and pulled them out because he knows that's what she needed. And I just had enough. Yeah, plus you know that they're not even going to work instantly. And not at all. All it does, I mean, she gets sick from them. It's not It's not like it's helping, but she's so addicted to them. I can't just, it's not like I could take her off of it today. 
one thing that I wanted to point out was there's a medication that was legal. Uh, it just became legal here two years ago. It's called Clobazam. Um, it's in the United States now. The brand name of it is Onfi, O-N-F-I. My daughter was on that for five years, illegally, prescribed by her doctor, coming from Canada. Was illegally sent here. So you were already breaking the law to try to treat her. And so was her doctor. And her doctor, wow. Her doctor's the one that wrote it. Wow. It came with a sticker with her name on it. It was sent through the mail, which is already illegal. It crossed. It didn't only cross state lines. It came from Canada. Right. I. I mean, I have boxes of the boxes of this at home, and if we were to ever take her to any other emergency room, if we were out of state, I risked. I. I, I risked not being able to tell these other doctors that she was on this, and it's basically. It was. It was a derivative. It was a benzo. It's like a derivative of clonopin, but it's. It doesn't have. They say it doesn't have the addictive, as much of an addictive quality as clonopin. I tried to take her off of that. It's legal here now. She's on it here. Mm-hmm. I tried to take her off of it. She's like an animal. That's what her problem is now. She's like going through withdrawal. Uh-huh. When she gets that oil, it's like flushing her system. It's like kicking all the bad out. So she these nine meds that she's getting three times a day. On top of this oil, it's kicking these men. She's going through withdrawal right now. Mm-hmm. Right. She's completely uncontrolled. Uh, she, she she can't control herself. She can't control anything that she does. She's anger. Like, she's pure anger, and she can't help it. She hurts herself. She scratches her feet. And her does the legs. oil help with that? Yeah. Yeah. So is it? we have some questions from the chat room that there are uh, a whole bunch of questions. So first, um, I guess some people were curious to know a little bit more about the condition, about Dravet's. Is it... And, I guess it's a form of epilepsy. Dravet syndrome is, um, it's a pretty rare form of, well, it was rare until all these children are getting diagnosed with it out of nowhere. I well, mean, so here's an interesting question that they're also asking that maybe ties together is they're curious to know if you have any uh, thought to the, uh, it being connected to her getting her shots or vaccines. I do, 100%. Within 24 hours of her shots, um, she has an SC, it's called a mutated SCN1A gene. I have it and my son has it. Um, I don't have seizures. And you've had vaccines. But they, the DTaP shot that her pediatrician has explained this to me. It's changed Uh from when I was young and it was DTaP and now it's just DTP shot. Uh So whatever that A was that they took out, um, was a problem and that's that's there's a recipe shot uh-huh. so whatever that a was that they took a lot of people say that after their children had received shots they've noticed like autistic tendencies and things like that mm-hmm. she all Dravet's is is intractable epilepsy which means it's not controlled by any medications so i don't understand why she is on all this stuff that they know is not going to control it She's been on meds before that they say specifically not to give to Dravet patients that nobody told us. They were just like, oh, here, take it. And then after the, after the side effects, we find out years later that, oh, like Lamictal, you should never be on this if you have Dravet syndrome. Really? Mm-hmm. Depakote has lowered her platelets to the point where she almost stopped clotting during a surgery. She has a VNS in her chest, mm. and she wasn't able to clot during surgery. So we've almost lost her quite a few times. I wasn't about to let that happen again, especially with her doctor saying that she wouldn't make it to seven and she's 10. I, I didn't want to take that chance. I, I would rather 
I would rather be in trouble than be at a funeral for my child. And I know that I, I know a lot of parents that feel that way. I know a lot of people that feel that way about family members that aren't children. So it's not, I'm not just doing it for her. I'm not just doing it for the kids. I'm, I want everybody that needs that medication to be able to receive that medication because that's exactly what it is. It's medication. Well, especially at the cost that we can deliver it. I mean, that's the crazy that's, part too. Cause it's like how much of those nine prescriptions costing and it's all a bunch of bullshit. Oh, you know God. what I mean? It's like, and even if you don't have to pay for it, then somebody's paying for it. And then it ends up coming <laughs> full circle where everybody's paying more money and it's all coming down to, you know, useless pills half the time that they know are useless and they just want to drive them out down people's throats and it's an exponential growth when it in terms of healthcare costs because if you have you know access to you know cbd or you know any cannabis-based medicine that that helps there's not side effects really um but there's so many side effects from these you know super intense and and Really synthetic chemical benzos, z-benzos. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kinds of crazy stuff that you know. Then you're treating not only the the first first problem, but you're you're treating all the symptoms caused by all the side effects as well. And so it just it's a compounded problem. And um, it just the list goes on with it. Yeah, you and need and one you more medication to help another medication. Sad. Yeah, you effect. create a. You just create a nonstop, it's just yeah. an endless sort of cycle, you know. Yeah. And it, it, it really is. And also, she, when you're talking about such young kids too, it's yeah. like you're in, in development stages, so you're who knows what other things that it's you know in the long term. Yeah. yeah. So that makes it even more you know like of a reason to reduce all of those. And plus, also, I think that modern medicine has sort of forgotten the idea that that we're all repairable you know i mean we have our own built-in repairing yeah, we, system. we're self-repairing we're not just repairable like yeah. the body has this yeah. healing system and so you but you if you you know you suppress it with so much medication you don't ever get to that point where you're on the self-healing side and that's i think cannabis is way more balanced orientated and homeostasis and that's what your body needs and then all of a sudden it has a chance to to you know address that issue mm-hmm. when that's that seizure that she had that was when she fell off the couch she broke her foot Really? So we took her to the hospital, and the first thing they said was liquid Percocet. That was the first thing they gave her for pain? No, I didn't let them give it to her. Okay, they wanted to. But the to. first thing that they came in, and, oh, do you think she's in pain? I said, yeah, I know she's in pain. She broke her foot. And she's, she's oh, go ahead, you call her. She broke, I'm like, yeah, she broke her foot. She, of course she's in pain. They're like, oh, well, do you, do you think that she'd be able to tolerate, you know, liquid Percocet? I should have said yes just to have the bottle with her name on it in my possession. But I kind of flipped out <laughs> a little bit. It just made me mad because she can't have what's helping her. Right. But she can have something that will have someone robbing their grandparents. Right, yeah. yeah. Liquid Perkins said that ruins people's lives, literally. Yeah. Ruins people's lives. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's, a, there's another thing that I wanted to touch up on. I don't know if you guys have any answers to it or any insight on it but i prescribe people a medication called marinol i know you know you know what that is um synthetic thc right i was i was speaking to somebody at my job the other day and i was like well if they so-called never studied this or never were able to study it i mean it has literally the exact dna structure as thc right so if but it has side effects. Such as? 
I we treat long term care facilities with like older people. Okay. And I've I they it's too they strong. talk about hallucinations. Yeah, and it's, it's too strong. They for them. added their own little thing in on it. They you know the government's doing whatever they put their hands on it. They do whatever. Come here, buddy. Hold on, I'll be back. Sure, no worries. Pause. <laughs> yeah, no the it's kind of like the whole Marinol thing has always been like. Like, yeah, they definitely recognize it has some sort of a value, but they didn't really, they didn't synthesize it properly. In well, the it's sense just that THC. It's yeah. not. Mm, I disagree with that. What? That is that's that just, is just THC. Well, it's not just, I'm, I forgive they, me, it's not just THC. They couldn't do that. They'd have to, they have to It doesn't have a full spectrum of cannabinoids. That's No, it sure. is not full spectrum. I've just, I've smoked it a lot and it don't taste like regular THC. THC. No, I agree. Well, if it's pure, if, it, if if they got it to the purity that they you would expect a lab to do, it then taste like it does. Doesn't taste like anything really. Right. So, so then. Well, have you ever smoked it? No, but yeah, I know you have. Yeah, it tastes like so. We'll I believe it's intended to be eaten. <laughs> I know. Okay, but so what I used to do because weed was so bad. What's in the their 90s carrier? In what do they What do they carry it? With? It's in a gel cap. It's so in a little gel. So you would punch uh, them so open I'd with a pin and, and then I'd put it on your it, weed. Squirt it down the middle of my joint. But what's? My but it's not just pure THC. It's pretty oil. much. But I mean, supposedly, but it's supposedly, not. But it's, it's not. But the thing is, like, it takes like really good tasting like terpene profiles and stuff like that, and it makes it taste like uh, you wrapped a, a bunch of ditch weed and duct tape and lit it on fire. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, that sounds so good. And and the 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 high from it is not like good. Is this still the marinol topic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, just talking. Yeah, we're just I got a big jar of it when I was. Well, the funny thing about it is, if there's no additives, I mean, it needs refrigerated first of all. It'll go bad. Huh. Um. I kind of like that. Live resin. Live resin. <laughs> it's live resin. Yeah. It, it needs refrigerated. The oil they, invented, they invented. It, it has plenty of. I've I've had people say that it, it makes them hallucinate, and they get sick from it. Like it's too it's too much of whatever that they have in it. So I've had strains that were not even necessarily high THC. They were like fourteen percent THC, but no, no CBD. CBD. Yeah, and they get you like super. Like it can get you extremely. I could see how if you were inexperienced with cannabis, you're starting to call that a. Hallucination well, these are elderly too. people that have no appetites from having cancer and right. stuff like that that they're giving this to. I'm sure other people get it. I know other people get it, but we mainly work so with So to answer your question, people. why it's so different, okay? So Marinol contains only the one compound, synthetic THC. There are more than 480 natural components found in the plant, and 66 of them are cannabinoids. So it's the balance of all these things that create the very delicate balancing thing that is cannabis. Well, no, the I don't. Entourage effect? Not the why. Not why it's different, but why it's okay. Why it's okay for the government because to synthetic. synthesize and then distribute something that they have supposedly because it's will synth- not open up for testing. It's synthetic. It's not. It's a. It's a whole different. Uh, I wonder if Marinol reacts with those THC tests. Should it does. Does yeah, mm-hmm. you'd expect so. Well, like off the chart stuff depends, but I mean, I wonder if there's THC, uh, like a lot of THC. What do you got? What do you got? I got, I got hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Mark Sheldon. The formulation of Marinol has additives and fillers like starches and should not be smoked. It's an orally active formulation. Mm. That'll Shouts never Mark. stop. That'll never stop Crunchy from smoking stuff. No, <laughs> never. <Mark>. No, no, <laughs> no. PhD ever stopped him. I from can smoking. read, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'm intelligent. I'm self-destructive. It's a difference. <laughs> uh, so, 
I wanted to touch on quickly what you touched on before, Jessica, the, the, the sheer difference in cost, or Adam touched on it. I mean, how much were the treatments that Naya was receiving before cannabis? $1,300 a month. Holy Jesus Christ. That's more than my rent. Yeah. And that's not including the $182 to have it, like, rush delivered from another country. So, and what, Almost what $1,500 happens? a month. And how much did it yeah. cost you when she had to be admitted to the emergency room or, you know, I those can't even tell happened. you. We have outstanding... We were supposed to, usually every six months, we drive her down to Miami. She's treated at the Brain Institute down there. Uh-huh. And that the way the insurances are set up, our insurance from Pennsylvania doesn't cross over for everything, for certain clinics down in Miami. Uh-huh. There's over $800,000 for three medical trips down oh there. Oh, my God. Jesus. In bill, just in bills. And just it's not, bills. they're not only in my name. They're, anybody that has come with us, uh, my dad has medical bills in his name because he had to be a second, a second signer on her Right. Um, release for when we had to put her under to get her MRI. So he has medical bills. My mom has medical bills. My grandparents has medi- have medical bills. Over $800,000 for three trips. <sighs> Almost a million dollars. Well, yeah, they told us to come down there. They told us to come down to... Come on down. Come yeah, on Yeah, they down. were like, come down to Miami. Yeah. Uh, her doctor's amazing down there, by the way. I know it's not his fault. He wanted. He wants nothing but the best for her. Our first appointment, he took her off of half of everything that she was on. Um, he does, was like, there's no support, reason for her to be on Does this. he support her cannabis treatment? He does. He does. He does. He didn't before we became patients there, I heard, because I know a couple other people So you that guys kind of changed his mind? Uh, I don't know if it was us. I think it was every. I mean, it was there's a, a lot of parents out that are just like, up. I'm not taking this anymore. Right. And they're just giving it to their kids and moving away. Yeah. Um, that would be an amazing option for us if that was an option, but it's not. Right. Uh, we can't just... It would never, it would never be able to happen with the condition that she's in. Um, okay, I got you. It's okay. Like this jittery, she can't sit still, and that's all withdrawal. That's from withdrawal from benzos. her medications. Yeah. As soon as she gets that oil, it, it's pretty much like kicking, kicking it out of her system. So right. I can't. We tried to start giving it to her before and after certain times, and see which one works better. Like let the medicine kind of settle in her system before we give her anything else. Right. Um, but it's sad because she's like a prisoner in her own body. And I know that without those other medications that she's on, if she was just able to have this oil, she would be okay. She's a happy kid without it, without and all that crap. Has, have, has Naya ever spoken to you about the oil or, or, the, has, or her, the difference she's noticed? Um, she can't talk much, but she does know. And I know that she, she knows what's going on. She just can't. She just started to talk. Right. After the oil. Surprisingly, she's starting to put things together. But... When I let her know at home, when I the first phone call that I got before she received treatment, the day before, um, I received a phone call that said, you know, I have something for you, and I, I want you to bring her here because I want you to see if it works for her before you decide to make any major moves because that was my plan, income tax season, I was, I was going to leave, and I was, we were going to move here uh-huh. um, because I could, after that, that seizure scared the death out of me. I was scared to death. So, he, one of our close friends, very close friend, I just don't want to mention any names right now, but he said, you know what, I, I have this for you, and I know it will help her. I want you to see if it will help her before you make your move. And I called home, and I was like, Mom, let Naya know that she's going to get her medicine, because she understands. And she cried. Naya cried. She dropped a couple of tears. My mom called me crying at work, and she's like, Naya cried when I told her that she was going to get some help. So when I told her that we were coming here so she can meet the people that are helping her and people like her and kids like her, she just smi- she smiled. So I, I know that she knows. 
she knows that she's different because she's able to do certain things that she wasn't able to do before right and she'll she'll try to get your attention to show you that she's doing certain things like i was my mom was in the kitchen the first day she had it i was at work and my mom called me and she goes she's like dude my mom doesn't say dude ever. Doesn't she's say like dude. so excited. She's she like, said dude She's literally. like, dude, yeah, because I say it so much. She's like, dude, you have no idea. I'm in the kitchen, and I'm doing dishes, and I hear a laugh, and I turn around, and Naya was standing in the kitchen behind me just laughing. And I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, she got up off the couch so quietly, and I didn't even know, and she just walked all the way through our living room and is standing in the kitchen behind me laughing. And that's not something that she would have been able to do. Within seconds, she would have felt i mean a dog bark a doorbell anything is like a switch to her and it shuts her whole body down into a seizure instantly we were walking up the steps here and the dog was barking up here and there was nothing no nothing, seizure right, right and it's just she knows the difference she knows and she's happy i see more smiles on her face now than i ever have her teachers have noticed they sent home notices oh like whoa what's she doing she did all her work today Naya didn't take a nap today Naya did physical therapy today. Naya walked the steps today. She roamed the halls in her walker today. And it's, I mean, these are, this is within hours and days of this. I, there's kids that have been buried within the time period that we've had this medication until now that should not be where they're at. I mean, I know everything happens for a reason, but it, there are things that could be prevented and that. it could help. I, I, I watch it help. When she doesn't get it, She's right back to seizures. Right. She's not seizure-free. She has them. Um, How frequent are they now? She went from 400 a day to maybe. She, she doesn't have more than a handful a day. No more. She was having, like, one every few days, but we still didn't get a chance to experiment with different milligrams and stuff like that. Um, when she gets sick or if she's in pain. They're not coming, though, for no reason. Right. They're happening if she was to bump her foot or to get scared so like she would before. It's something, something intensely stimu- affects it's a stimulant her nervous system. Se- yeah. yeah. So it's not like they're just happening on their own. And I was <clears throat> I was telling Adam earlier, she every time she takes a nap or goes to sleep or wakes up, she would instantly have drop attacks where her head would just do this all for like 30 minutes. Uh-huh, just like nodding out type not, thing? Yeah, or, and it would every for like a half an hour every 5 seconds, she would just her head would drop every five seconds for like 30 and no matter what happened her drop seizures are gone she hasn't had she hasn't woken up since december 15th she has not woken up to a seizure wow and that's even with her not having the oil but since starting to have oil treatment even when it stopped even when even when she didn't have the oil present has that had yeah Wow. So it started repairing. On and this is, I mean, to a point. To make, yeah, if you want to make bold claims, sure. I mean, to a point. You can't, <laughs> point, yes. you can't say it's It seems like it, yeah. But it's making those connections maybe more uh, stronger than just just in, just in a short uh, Like the lifting of her right arm, yeah. she was never able to do that. She can't, she was never able to use her right side. Wow. Like her arm would always stay down. So we always thought she was left-handed because she just colored and did everything with her left hand. So but she's her arm ambidextrous now. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching her hug you right now. I don't know if they can see it on camera. Oh, they can see it on camera. Hugs, yeah, her hugs would usually just be like she would come over and put her head down next to you. And that my grand, my grandfather cried because we didn't tell them that the first day that she was on. We didn't tell anybody for a while. Um, we just brought her around people. And within five minutes, people were like, what the heck is going on with Naya? We brought her to see my grandparents. 
and she walked in the house and she my, my granddad is like her best friend she walked in the house and put both of her arms around him and I seen him cry and I was like what's wrong and we didn't tell him yet and he's like she just hugged me for the first time she lifted her arms up she lifted both of her arms up to hug me and everybody's been everybody knows everybody knew that we couldn't there was no hiding it I mean it was literally she didn't just wake up one day and walk across the room and um, I tell everybody someone had done something to change I, things. and I tell everybody all the time I say it all the time it's like my famous little line she's not cured and she's not perfect but she's better and there is room for improvement if we have it available and it needs to be available for not just her but for anybody that needs it and I know that it can make a difference what's wrong want me to hold you does she want to talk on the mic? Would that be fun for her? You want to talk? Totally... You want to talk? Do you want to talk to the people? Can I you know say I hi? Hi. <laughs> say hi. Do, do you like Colorado? Do you like, the, do you like the mountains? Are the mountains pretty? We love it. She was looking at the mountains the whole drive. Go ahead. Do you want to put your head down? I got you. You can put your head down. You don't have to talk to us. <laughs> you can if you want to. Go ahead. I got you. So, for for the growers in our audience and the extract makers, we want to kind of uh, on the strains. go yeah go into exactly what you're being treated with. So to the extent you know it, we'd love to talk to you, and then we're going to bring in our buddy Dave Bonvillain, who makes a similar hey, oil and can uh, tell us about what he puts in his oil. Okay, um, when I first got it, it came to me in it was like it wasn't mixed yet; it just came in a tube. And it was gel. And they're like, well, recommended by the doctor that she sees here, Dr. Shackelford, which, by the way, is amazing. Doc Shack? Yeah. Sometimes he listens, so shout he out has to Doc Shack He has a, a dosing calculator uh-huh. that he sent to me. And he was like, just put her weight, put her weight in, and you could dose her from that. And I believe it's 150 milligrams per ml when it's mixed. And she is on... She was on when we first started 0.3 mLs three times a day. So she wasn't even on a full 150 milligrams daily of the she CBD oil. She was on well, about a third of that, yeah? Yeah. So 50 milligrams a day okay, of CBD. Mm-hmm. That's like nothing. That's nothing. I mean, it's a lot of CBD to get by smoking. You wouldn't, it's a lot, because CBD is in typically such low percentages, it's hard to get that much by smoking it. Yeah. But in a CBD concentration, it's not that much, no? Um, so what I did was... I went on the internet, and I'm like, how am I going to mix this down? What am I going to mix it down with? So they kind of sent me, like, a little instruction manual on what to mix it with and what to do with it. So I chose coconut oil. Coconut oil is very popular from what we're seeing. Um, We like coconut oil. Even without it, I gave her some of that, like, just coconut juice. It really helps her a lot. Just just coconut. Yeah. It's a very very strangely healing plant. Yeah. Well, I... I had mixed it down with some coconut oil, and I did like a four to one. I think she had like it was like three point two mLs of this gel that came. To oh, me. of course, Crunch. Do you think you can go in and grab that? Thanks. Stand in, Crunch. Stand in, kid. You just gotta hit the button. Tell us how you're doing. Yeah. Is that is this Dave? It is. Dave, what's up, buddy? What's up? Here, I'll mute out the show. Excellent. Yes, please mute out the show, and I hopefully otherwise Ryan actually got up for a second, so we classically we're, we're only hoping that everyone can hear this, and you can hear us, and we can hear you because uh, I think I th- there's the doggy again. 
We'll check on the chat room, see if they can hear him. Chat room, can you guys hear Dave? Dave, say hi to the I chat room. I can hear room. everybody in the room, it sounds like. Cool. Right on. Well, um, we want to thank you for calling in, bud, and, and uh, you're familiar with Naya's story and uh, sort of the medicine she's receiving, and we'd love to talk about the formulation and, and how it's made and uh, the strains used and things like that. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll share, shed light where I can. The... Um, um, so, you know, I mean, I, I heard about their story. I, uh, um, you know, I, I believe some somebody that really knew that they could get some help from what we were out here trying to do, um, you know, brought it out there. I'm, I, you know, despite the theoretical illegality, like, it's, I'm, I'm stoked that they did. Um, the ironic thing being that, you know, what we're producing here is actually a legal hemp crop. Theoretically, so it's not even it's, cannabis that you're growing on this end. It's, at least it's according hemp. to the uh, according to the Department of Ag, it's not cannabis, right? So, I mean, in genetically speaking, I mean, they are cannabis plants. Right. Arguably, all of them are. Um, but the the cannabinoid content is low enough on the THC side to where it allows us to to classify the plants as hemp, and their crops before the THC percentage gets you know even over the 0.3 regulation. Um, and then they're extracted. Uh, the extraction is a hydrocarbon extraction, and then uh, put through a vacuum oven, a lot like anybody would make make dabs um, or you know vape grade extracts. Um, fully decarb then. Um, CBD oils stay as a as a much more liquid substance. They don't actually harden at room temperature um, like traditional THC extracts do. And then, um, and I believe the the first time that, that Naya had actually gotten the oil that um, Jessica had gotten it in a raw form and then done the same basic mixture that, that we do here at you know, a 4 to 1 or a 5 to 1 ratio of a carrier oil to the, to the raw CBD. Um, and you know, one thing that I guess is important versus you know, traditional hemp extracts and the stuff that's, you know, there, there's a big uh, this is a discussion for another day, probably, but a big, you know, kind of mantra behind, well, hemp doesn't work and it's not strong enough and blah, blah, blah. You know, again, it's all, it's all kind of hemp in, in my eyes. And, um, you know, and so all of this was then, you know, basically cut back down to where it's, it's below a certain percentage um, and it makes it easier for, for a pediatric patient to dose. So I want to. I just want to touch on what you're referring to as far as the hemp, just so there's there's not really confusion among the listeners or in the chat room. So what Dave's referring to is that technically things that are below a certain THC level count as hemp in Colorado law and don't need to go through the normal legal system that we have for our recreational cannabis or medical or anything like that, right? But um, that's not. It's not necessarily the case that Dave's growing hemp strains. He's growing high CBD strains that are just low enough THC that they're technically hemp. Does that kind of help encapsulate it, Dave? That's dead accurate. And, I mean, Adam could probably spew for, you know, length about, you know, the difference between monoecious and dioecious varieties and oilseed and fiber and all that kind of crap. But essentially... We're back. Okay. So, sorry, Dave. What's the, uh, right, what's the ratio on the remedy? Yeah, so you're, you, um, you guys are so running, let's just repeat that, you guys are running the Remedy, which is so uh, the Shanti Bottle Street. The ratio on it is a 44 to 1 um, when we crop it. Now, if you let it go all the way out, it'll come out at more like a 24, 25 to 1. So we've seen the THC generally climbs in the later stages, like as you let the plant mature, whereas CBD 
like if I was going to do it on a graph, right, I could kind of map it out a little bit easier. But CBD comes up quicker and sort of plateaus out, still climbs towards the, you know, the last four or six weeks, whatever you're going to let it go. Um, but it doesn't do as much of a kind of a hockey puck sort of curve like the THC volumes do in the plants. Thereby, you know, it, it, it changes a little bit essentially as you're going through the growth pattern of the plant. But the remedy will throw um, a 44 to 1 when we're cropping it. Um, we run an ACDC cut that's a 24 to 1, um, and we have a couple of different varieties of ACDC, which are really just phenotocanatonic. Um, we run a bunch of the, the Auto 1, um, which is OTTO from Centennial Seeds. Those aren't actually available anymore. That was a project that we worked on um, using uh, Bodhi's Nepalese Highland Sativa crossed with a C unknown CBD variety that was just really early in the Colorado scene out here. Um, that group is now on the F2 generation of those. They've been doing some work with it, so we run the Auto 2 generations as well. Um, we have a, uh, a variety from, actually a couple from Coastal Seeds. One is a Landrace Af Afghani that was just the type 3 pheno with no THC in it. Um, that tests at a 0.4 THC at full maturity um, and runs at about a 30 to 1. So most of our plants at full maturity are between 15 to 20 percent CBD. Um, some of them we can't let go all the way to full maturity, given that you know we're working on a you know fractions of a percent basically to keep it qualified as hemp. Um, but I think the most important thing is that what was interesting to me about the whole scenario of people saying that you know hemp doesn't work and you know kind of classifying at least in their heads that you know hemp is one thing and cannabis is another um, is that we were able to still work within the confines of those regulations and create you know an extract that you know that works so well for Naya, which truly was the reason that we started on the CBD path is our relationship with Dr. Shackelford and, you know, and him lighting a fire under our ass because people really did need it. And besides, you know, arguably THC keeping me sane for the last 20 some odd years, you know, that this is, it, you know, it truly made a, a difference in, you know, in somebody's life, you know, at a level that's, you know, I mean, amazing. So Dave, we have a question from the chat room. Uh, is CBD heaviest in the buds or can it be extracted in as high concentrations in the stems and leaves as well? What about the roots? Um, so we've gone through, I run a big grow out in Connecticut and we've actually tested all the roots and everything. It's negligible. It's, there's cannabinoids all through the plant. Um, they're concentrated highest, just like THC concentrated highest in, in your trichomes. Um, now, and you know you can look at some of the pictures on our feeds and stuff, and we have CBD plants that I mean they look like THC plants, right? They're covered in trichomes and you know look like normal buds. Um, but that being said, I mean the concentration's actually all through it. So when we're doing a an extraction, we extract the the whole plant, less the stem, um, and less the main strip. stalk. Yeah, yeah, except for the main stalk. And um, so people are people are also the follow up on that is do you think it's worth it if someone's just running the buds and the stems and stalks are sitting around is it worth it to run that stuff? Worth it, yes, but I mean it's also worth. So we actually work with a traditional hemp uh, organization that's doing graphene research for superconductors. Mm -hmm. um, so our stem stalks go to them. Um, so you know if if I was in a situation that I had a family member that desperately needed CBD and I only had a you know a six plant count, hell yeah, I'd be grinding that whole thing up and extracting it because sure. you know all of it's valuable but given our context and working in the hemp industry here we actually have other folks that really want to be able to and uh, to use those stems and then honestly be able to further the research of can we use short fiber medicinal hemp varieties 
to still further, you know, initiatives like graphene research that would traditionally be for long fibers type stuff. And what about and what about like the uh, sort of not the most you know not CBD obviously not THC because I'm not expecting there to be a lot of THC in the roots, but I'm thinking all the other uh, minor ones that haven't been really you know as investigated or this you know the did you guys get a full like a full full analysis or were you just kind of concentrating on those t- the main things? So we had actually run, so out in Connecticut, we ran a full-spectrum analysis on the roots, and it was actually done based on uh, the regulators coming in and saying, you know, that if we were going to destroy a root ball, um, now we use a recirculating closed-loop system and stuff out there, and so it actually became irrelevant anyway in the kind of at the 11th hour. But um, they were concerned that we needed a locked dumpster that had all of, you know, around a chain-link fence with barbed wire and just, you know, ridiculous Mm -hmm make it look really well, exciting so people want to break in yeah right like and i mean and it's and it, i was like guys it's fucking roots man there's just not going to be that much stuff in here let's test it and make sure and so they ran a full spectrum cannabinoid analysis everything that was in the actual flowers and the plant was in the roots but just in such microscopic levels that i mean honestly i've, I've heard more um you know validity i think behind you know making teas and stuff with roots than you know actually trying to extract it for you know yeah. for, yeah, I would think I would think that'd be a better approach, more holistic kind of style. And, and, and that's going to be, you know, obviously it's going to be like your water extraction is going to be totally different than your hydrocarbon extraction. I think the water so extraction would be so shit. depressing because already with a good flower, sometimes it's depressing. You know, you're like, really, is that all I got? No, you I don't mean, mean hash extraction. Oh, okay. I mean making tea. Oh, making like water, oh, so you're pulling out the water, water, water soluble stuff. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Well, we so have, one of the things for Naya too, and you know, Jessica and I had talked about this after, you know, she had. She was, uh, you know, in, in treatment, I guess, and so we had gotten an opportunity to speak, and she was concerned that, you know, people develop resistance to certain strains, or you, you know, it's the same thing that on the THC side, if you're smoking the same strain, with the exception of maybe the sour or the Chem 91 or something, right, that you sort of get sick of it after a while, or your body develops, you know, a natural kind of aptitude towards what you've been giving it so we you know we don't try and promote a single strain in any way right we're we're growing a bunch of high cbd strains and the fact that it's able to help people is awesome so we grow them all and and we'll rotate you know what strains are being used in the oil that we're using and just make sure that we're maintaining the same cannabinoid content and the same cannabinoid ratios so that we're not you know out trying to say that you know strain x is what saves you know the world because i think everybody seems to be a little bit different and yeah, you know, impo- our, right now our goal it's is to just make quality product. I think that's what everybody who doesn't understand cannabis is trying to do right off the bat and you're like, no, that's the wrong it's approach. Not you know, one it's, strain. It's, yeah. There's not one strain and there's definitely not even one it's, it's even conditional and patient to patient so different. There's, you know, it's it, you'd have to, you know, you, we might be able to come up with ideas of like ways to find uh, certain connections like, okay, we definitely know this works you know, 80% of the time for this condition. And I think that's about as close as we're going to be able to get right now. Well, and I think the, uh, you know, with Naya, we had seen too that there was a, you know, there's something unique about Dravet, it seems like, because the, you know, the reaction of being able to take a CBD oil and almost immediately not have seizures seems to be a unique thing. And, you know, I'm no doctor, um, but just in talking to Doc Shack about, you know, these kinds of conditions and issues, and when we heard of this kind of response, you know, I mean, it's amazing, right? And, um, you know, I mean, it, it does seem to be unique to certain patients and, and certain conditions overall. So chat room was kind of asking about strains, and I feel like you did debunk it, um, you know, the need for any specific strain. But two questions kind of came uh, further from the chat room. The first was, do you feel like uh, there is, 
or there it could be more effective if you had THC in the mix if you did not have to grow hemp. If I didn't have to grow hemp under those regs, I would absolutely take the flowers all the way to fruition. Um, yeah. And, you know, still these strains max out at like a percent, right, or a point nine, right? But they're, it's still above the limit. They're low, and, and making the THC really like the effect of it pretty yeah. negligible. Under but half percent, the, I think it's, you know. Definitely. Yeah, the synergistic effect between the cannabinoids, I think, is, you know, something that people are starting to, you know, back up with some science as much as possible, and certainly with anecdotal evidence. Um, so, you know, given the ability to do so, I would absolutely, and for a variety of reasons, not only do we get a bigger, you know, a larger amount of all of our cannabinoids in it, but there's more biomass to extract from, right? I'm actually having to work you know, against the grain a little bit, and certainly against traditional cultivation methodology by, you know, I mean, there's strains that we have to crop at day 35, right? And, yeah, you know, while there's trikes on it and we get a good extraction, you know, I could get that much more and potentially more CBG, right? More CBC, there could be just other cannabinoids that only really show themselves in a later maturity that we just don't even get to play with. But, you know, I, my whole charter on this side of the house was to try and negate the bullshit out there and the misinformation and the people trying to manipulate the market by, you know, I have a certain strain that's, you know, a miracle and, you know, the plant's a miracle and I think the more that we can all do as a community to get, you know, these strains grown, get the plant out there um, make sure that people that really need it, like Naya, have access to it, I mean the better off, you know, we're all going to be. So two more chat room questions. One, uh, Adam you always say that CBD stuff has a cherry smell to it, to you, right? Dave, do you notice that uh, across CBD strains that you're working with? So yes, that ch that cherryness is always kind of there. The remedy, interesting, like, it has a, a terpene, and I believe it's myrcene that gives it the peppery taste. But the that one in particular has a very peppery kind of terp going on. Otherwise, yeah, the cherry is is amazing. Like it's almost. In fact, I'm working with Incredibles a little bit and encouraging them to make a cherry chocolate bar nice. because like the just the natural CBD oil that's going into it will complement it well, right? Like and. I'd eat it. <laughs> For sure. No, it definitely would be a good uh, compliment. And and this, yeah, that sounds delicious. CBD. It's not cherry. It's CBD flavor. Um, Chris Kadash says he thinks it's more roses than cherry. I could kind of see that, Chris, but I got to yep. side with cherry. It's definitely more cherry, I feel like. it's. I think it's more the fact that it, it's the top of the roof of the mouth, you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah. like, if it was roses, I don't think that doesn't really have that same vibe, you know? Because cherries are so used to having a lozenge and it's sitting in your mouth and, you know, you get that, like, Real familiar familiarity as well. So is. I have a few more Mark Sheldon's here. Number one, THC added to Nia's daily or Nia's daily medication will help controlling other symptoms like her crashing off the meds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a full spectrum will help the CBD. Mark says, and also beta carophylline is the peppery terpene. Hi, Mark. Uh, <laughs> Doctor uh, Mark dropping the knowledge. Beta carophylline. Be, yeah, mm -hmm. nice. Uh, so the other chat room question was. Uh, so what is what's the pricing structure that you end up having to work with, Dave? Like uh, obviously you can you can do fields if it's hemp, but uh, are you are you able to make it competitive to you know we were discussing Nia's treatments were thirteen hundred dollars a month you said Jessica? Yeah. Um, so yeah, we uh, we're actually getting our field acreage cranked up this year. We're in about I don't know twenty thousand plus square feet of greenhouses right now. Um, we're putting up another twenty thousand square. Um, so we've just been getting up and going. Um, we're trying to keep all the pricing under five cents a milligram um, for the CBD. 
and we're actually going to be dropping that as we start to pull field crops and actually have access to more. Um, I had heard out in Cali, actually, I was talking to a few folks out there at the LA Cup, and and they're getting it wholesale for over 10 cents a milligram, which just makes it, you know, too expensive. I mean, period, for even you know a pediatric that doesn't need as much. And um, so yeah, I mean, we're you know we're going to try and push that as much as we can. We're in at about five cents a milligram right this second, um, and I'm talking to some folks on the wholesale side. We're coming in just cheaper than that so that they can keep it at five cents a milligram because, you know, and if that's if that's kind of where the market's sitting right this second, that makes it to where at least we can get it out there. And then honestly, once, you know, and there's a bunch of people doing it too, which is awesome. There's more acreage coming online this year of folks growing cannabinoid heavy, quote unquote, hemp, um, you know, the, probably 10 times the amount as last year. And so I think once, you know, we see an October crop come down, suddenly there, you know, it'll be available. And, you know, I'm, I just want to see it not be, you know, um, I can't think of the best words to describe it, but, you know, I don't want to see people be predatory. Like, the fact that CBD is selling at 5X what a THC milligram is, like, is absurd. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like, like diesel fuel being more expensive than, than, gas. than gas, and it's actually yeah. processed less. You're like, hmm, that's strange. That's right, me and I, yeah. we, we talked about that before. <laughs> we have, yeah. we have. I like to re I like to reuse all those little Yeah, when, when, I love when the audience hasn't heard it yet, it's yeah. new to them. Hey, it's all new to them. <laughs> so, uh... Dave, I, I feel like that covers everyone's questions. The only other question I would put out, because a lot of people seem to really want to be in touch with you, and i got to say, even Kaysen Noah, who is like the number one troll of the tra- chat room, is uh, applauding you and calling you a hero, bud. So you're, you're certainly going over well with everyone. He is, though. We love Dave. So well, how I mean, can folks get in touch Jessica, with you? I'm, I'm, guys, i got to say to that, too. I'm like, I'm truly privileged to be able to help, and, and I'm stoked to be able to help, like, be... You know, the plant is the hero here, though, right? Like, I mean, I'm just a courier of of what it's able to do, and I'm just stoked to be part of it. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, EliteCannabis.com is our uh, website. We also have a site up under PureAmericanHemp.com, um, and that's focused around the CBD oil and all that stuff. Um, you know, we make small batch bottles. We actually have some people that are wanting to take over that whole project and start making the bottles for us. So, um, you know, it, it's there. I try, and you guys can get in touch with me through there and um you know we're here in colorado we'll be at the cup and you know stoked to geek out on you know cannabinoids anytime he's coming to the uh, he's, he's yes he's coming and dave uh, you got you you responded to your invitation to that thing right buddy hell yeah i'm gonna be there man we're bringing fire all right hell better yeah. dude come on <laughs> oh, yeah come harder don't come <laughs> it, it, it won't be cbd in that case yeah. <laughs> okay but, yeah, yeah or greenhouse hopefully Right on, buddy. Well, uh, thanks a bunch. Thank you always, Dave, for all the work you do for coming in. And again, for anyone who wants to get in touch, you can. It's uh, elitecannabis.com or pureamericanhemp.com. Dave Bonvillain from Elite Cannabis. Um, We always love to hear from you, bud. Thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in, bro. Boom, boom. That's it. Connecting the dots like we do, right? That's all we try to do. That's all we do. Try to, try to. Sometimes we can't help but do it. It falls into our laps. I know. So, So, what do you want to do, guys? Shout-outs, real quick? Quick shout-outs. Quick shout-outs. My belly is unwell right now. Is that why you have to get up there when (laughs) you Skype call? I'm getting all, like, like, like warm and, like, I just don't feel How many yerba mates did you have today? That's the only one I had. That and a cliff bar. I didn't even eat Santiago's today. Mm. So, I'm really not feeling well. 
You haven't eaten enough bad. You know what? Food you, maybe you should. Have. That's why. It's probably because yeah, I, I didn't is. eat no, shitty Santiago's. No, if and your like, stomach hurts, what you need to do is go get yourself an Incredibles bar. Yeah, they have so many. And a Makiba bar right now. Definitely. I think that would. That would. Look, I don't 50 know. I'm feeling like gummy though. The 50 gummies. milligrams THC, 50 milligrams CBD. Your belly's gonna feel great. Yeah, seeds. Seeds are good. Fiber is healing to the gut. Yes, they are. Do it. Go do it. Get a Makiba bar. Do it. Oh, you want to know where you can get it? Go yeah. to IncrediblesColorado.com and do it. I'm not going to look for you. Okay. They, have a lo- they have a store locator, right? I think you go they to do. Incredibles Colorado. I'm going to do it right now for you, kid, actually. Right now, I'm going to find the closest find place to get it. Probably bar. right there next door. I bet it's, well, I probably, probably get one. Locate dispensaries. You go down to the bottom, and there's a button that says locate dispensaries. Nice. Where to buy? I'll put in our address here. It's okay. Mark Sheldon says ginger ale. Really, Mark? After all, that ginger ale is what you prescribe for a stomachache? No, I like that because ginger ale ginger does help. Definitely, uh, ginger ale yeah. helps. Real That's ginger helps, but I don't know. Yeah, ginger ale really get, like, You got to get, like, no, yeah. get like Verner's Verner's ginger soda. You know about the ginger soda. I know about ginger just from moving him when I lived with Jan for a little bit. He's a ginger freak, man. Really? He drinks like ginger his beer that literally tastes I like straight. Burns? It just tastes like you just put a piece of ginger in your mouth. It's like, oh, it's disgusting. I love it. That's good. That's good yeah. stuff. You have just your card? talking about ginger ale makes me feel better. There you go, Mark. Wow. Do you have your Do you have your red card, buddy? No. No, you don't have your red card. So we gotta no, find a rec shop. Hold on. So dispensary anymore. type adult use search. Do you have to buy ten candy bars now? Yeah. No. Like <laughs> I went and got. Found it. Okay. I got three. Botanico. Botanico. Go downstairs. Yeah. You just want to go downstairs here. Yeah. I can get directions. I know where Botanico is. Directions are go downstairs and make a left, and then make know. a left, and then you can go get an Incredibles bar Online and make your body, f- your belly feel better. Your belly feel better. While it's you're out, while you're out, yeah. while you're out, do me a favor. Stop by Way to Grow. Run to Way to Grow. Run to Way to Grow. Six dollar T five bulbs, son. Come on. Wow, I actually really? do need some too. That's a good deal. Yeah, always need T five. Even at six then, bucks, they're good to just have lying around in case one goes out. They it's always a good idea one goes have. out, and I, I I forget what it is, but like the amount of net light you lose somehow when one goes out is more than like one twelfth. If you have twelve lights and one goes out, you lose more than one twelfth of your light or something. I don't know. Is Makes that, sense. Have you heard something like that? Makes sense. No, it's 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 like a key. No, shut yes. up, dude. The doctor said the same thing, man. <laughs> Wait, bring, <laughs> That's only insane. Bring, bring your it. brilliant metaphor, kid. Either way, way you know to what? grow. How about you shut Seven up locations. and go downstairs, get yourself an Incredibles bar, and then run to Way to Grow. Exactly. Run to which location? You know what? I'll find your Way to Grow location too. You go to Way to Fifty Eighth Street. Way to Grow dot net, or you just ask Adam. You go to Way to Grow dot net. You click locations. Yep. There we go. I finally drove past the really Denver Fifty Seventh Street, Three Hundred One Fifty Seventh Street. Do you want me to click? Get directions for you, kid. No, I know. You got to run. You, know you got to run. It's, long long. it's a good but couple where, miles. What was the one that was that's on the way to the mountains down there, off seventy? That I, I saw that location the other day. The Silverthorn. Silver that's the new yeah, one. Yeah, that's nice. Good, but we're not going to the mountains. But we need T fives. Get them. I went to the mountains. Get them. It ends February twenty eighth. There's ten days. Get ten get days. Six dollar T five. Say Adam Dunshaw. I bet he'll do it for five. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I need yeah, some. Like I said, I need Dude, some. five bucks a T five. It's like sixty bucks, and it's like a brand new T five rack. Get, make your clones and mamas happy. Do it. It's so nice when you get do new it. bulbs too. You're like, oh, what do have it. I, what have I been thinking? Do it. Oh, everybody always overdoes their T5s. So let them run. <laughs> Everyone underdoes their T5s. Oh, well, over, overruns them. Yeah, yeah they don't. Over, and then you're like, oh my god, they're so much brighter. Yeah, it's like, well, that's what happens. You're not you supposed to wait till they burn out. It's only six bucks. Go do it. Go do go. it. Uh, and then you know what you can do? Because well, T5s are great for cracking beans. Dark horse genetics. Go get your dark horse genetics. Get them at seedsherenow.com. Seedsherenow.com. 
Seatsherenow.com. It's usually three. Whatever. I'm giving them the extra one. Extra bonus. bonus. Extra bonus. But I'm saying, go to Dark Horse Genetics. Check out their seed lines. I'm really excited. I actually just got a pack of the Banners Reve- or is it the Banners Revenge he just handed me. Did you get a pack? No. I'm very excited to get those going. Look at these pictures. That's Mitch is strong. a seed whore. I, I noticed that. This is my first cup with Mitch. I now notice that he is a seed skank. He will go around anywhere and get as many seeds as possible. Of course. Of course. Seed whore. Wait, thanks, bud. You know what? Next time you're paying for your own trip. <laughs> So, yeah. so thanks, thanks, thanks for, for that. And what about thanks, build the soil? I forgot about build the soil last time. Of course, time. build the soil. I just hooked them up with another great customer. Who's that? You? Yeah, n- not me. No, another no, a real customer. Proper, proper guy, greenhouse grower who's in just Colorado. Like, was just asking me, you know, do you know, yeah, in Colorado. Do you know where I can get some amendments? I was like, oh my god, you've asked the right question. I do, in fact, know the guy exactly. So I hopefully he has contacted uh, our buddy Jeremy over there because he's so helpful. It's got to hey. be one of the most helpful companies out there Dude, for growers when it comes I down to it. I love talking to Jeremy on the phone because even if he's, he's not telling me any growing hi. stuff. He has an enthusiastic yeah. sort of way of yeah. talking to me. Yeah, he's just like a really sunny, exciting guy. <laughs> to, to, like, if you're having a bad day, call Jeremy. That's what I would do. Yeah. Kid, next time you're having a bad day, 855-877-SOIL. If you can't remember, just go to buildthesoil.com. The number's right there on top. Call him. I'm telling you. It's, he'll cheer you up. I'll cheer me up. I'll even, he'll alive. be like, I'll talk to him on Facebook. He'll be like, I'm kind of bummed out. We're still alive. Oh, we're still alive, yeah. He'll be like, I'm kind of bummed out, guys. And I was like, yo, I call him. He doesn't sound bummed out. He brightens up my day. That's what I'm saying. That's nice. That's all right. See? Hey, my go. little niece is watching. Hi, little niece. Allie. Hi. What's her name? Allie. 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 Shout outs to Allie. <laughs> See, that's like that <laughs> live <laughs> shout out to She's like, can you wave to the camera? We can wave. We can talk to her. Did you wave? Did I you did. wave to I Allie? Waved. Come here, Luchi. Say hi, Allie. Hi. Up there. Allie's on, on the, the camera, camera up there. there. Yeah, hey, Luigi. Yeah, hi, Allie. Nice. (laughs) Connecting families. That's what the Adam Dunn Show does. That's well, yeah. Human families, plant (laughs) families, we connect them. Try to. So the chat room's all talking about garlic. I know. What's up with that? I have no idea. Big garlic. Case and Noah, if you think that garlic is poison, I think you might be a vampire. I'm just throwing it out there, but I'm pretty sure people used it before World War II. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure garlic's (laughs) a known (laughs) antiseptic, and garlic was definitely eaten before World War II. That's not science. (laughs) The Chinese have been eating garlic for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. I wish we had crunchy. Oh yeah, this is a crunchy crunchy question. Crunchy moment. Crunchy. You missed your like uh, culinary. Sorry, bud. All right, enough about garlic. <laughs> well, Let's it. talk about a more fun plant. Casey Noah says wrong. Wrong. Casey Noah, dude, I'm starting to really like you, bud. But garlic definitely was known to humans before World War II. <laughs> I think so. So, so, so you're essentially trying to say that before the Second World War, less than a hundred years ago, man. Did not know what garlic was. <laughs> gotcha. Capiche. Yeah. Anyway. Let's so, arguably. Red Eye Joe, has a, uh, Red Eye Joe, Joe has a question for you, Jessica. Uh, he wanted to know wh- if there were any meds in specific that seemed to make Naya more aggressive or, or make her more ramped up and or if coming off any specifically. Absolutely. Um, wait, I might be off. All right, back up. So back on? Okay. Yeah, Kepra. Horrible, horrible, horrible side Isn't effects. Kepra, the name of the like scarab in Egyptian mythology. I don't know. 
All right, I'm sorry. That would be she, no one would know that. She has horrible aggressive side effects with Keppra, and the Omfi, the med I was talking about earlier that we used to get illegally from Canada when her doctors prescribed it to her. Um, that one's kind of like clonopin. So taking her off of that is she's addicted to it, and this is the end result. She's just agitated. It, it seems sort of time. uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. Um, but the Keppra is the Keppra is the worst with the aggression. Every time she gets it. She will like hit anybody around her, and she doesn't mean to. She like cries when she's done. She doesn't. She's and not I happy. And I feel so about bad, it. but she will like. If I was to let her go, she would like tear this. Whole, she would tear this whole room up. Everything's gonna be on the floor. And I feel I'm so bad. I'm tempted to do that, except it would be Ryan's. He's <laughs> a look Ryan gave me. Though. I know. I gotta take it all apart anyway to redo the studio. So you let her have at it. I mean, stuff's probably hot over there. though. Yeah, that's true. There's some. Yeah, we don't want to grab no hot no. So I wonder if the chat room has any other questions. Oh, okay. So Red Eye Joe says his friend's son is on seizure meds and he's having problems with aggression. That was the person who had that question. So Red Eye Joe, if it was uh, if it was any of those medicines, it certainly could be the case. Have um, you? I, I I have a question. Have you go. found any medications that have helped that you actually like that have actually been beneficial other than? The cannabis oil? Have you found anything that you can say, you know what, I really, truly like giving this to her. I believe that it helps her, and it does not seem to be harming her, having terrible side effects, anything like At that. At first, the Onfi. We felt that way about the Onfi because it, it seemed like it was working, but what it was doing was sedating her to the point where she wasn't able to have seizures. I mean, she was still having them, but right. it was like she was always so tired, just like any other benzo would do. She was knocked out. and she, That's all she did. Before we started the oil, was I mean, she would sleep from like 15, 18 hours a day. Wow. She'd sleep through school. She was like missing life. So, um, and it is safe to say no. Just no. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> so, cannabis and is the only thing that you've surprisingly, seen. Surprisingly, it was like, it was almost unbelievable. Like, I can't, I, I, it's a horrible, horrible comparison, but I kind of compare it to like when somebody that you care about a lot passes away. You don't, it does not, you don't believe it. It doesn't hit you. You know, I mean, you can see it. You know that it's happening and you know that, but you don't believe it. And then that's how it was for me. I'm like, there's no way. We were, we were trying to make up like every, not that we didn't want it to work. It's obviously why we gave it to her. Obviously. But we were trying to to come up with every reason what, why it could be something else. And it was not anything else but that because the very moment that she went that four-day stretch without even having... I mean, the first time that the doorbell rang and she didn't have a seizure, and then our, we have two little yap dogs, so that's all they do all day. As soon as she hears them bark, she, like, flails, like, instant. The first time they barked and there was no she- seizure, with the next day we're like... She slept the entire first day that she was on it. I don't know if it... Obviously because it's a change in your body, but then when she came out of that, that sleep for that first day, she was... Like, I, we got to meet her for the first time. She was a completely different child, like, completely different. She didn't wake up and start singing songs and stuff, but, I right. mean, you could – it was it was visible. It was obvious that there was a difference. And the day that she went without it, those four days that she went without it, was a nightmare. So it was you originally like, tried to equate the, the positive side effects and the positive effects of the cannabis to every other thing possible that you could. We tried. She, her other the, her than the, the most. Oh, it, it, it must be this, or it's probably this. It's not the, it's not the cannabis she, I mean, there's no way. We, it, it, 
we kind of like tried to trick ourselves, not trick ourselves, but like we were thinking maybe, maybe this is just a really good day. Maybe right. something happened. Maybe her body's changing because she's getting older. But it was, there was no, there was no other answer other than the oil. There was no, I mean, there was no other answer other than that. What he's recording That's all awesome. the time. That's fine. I can't even tell you how I have like 480 selfies of his eye <laughs> and forehead <laughs> in my That's phone. Funny. But he, um, that, like I said before, I don't, I'm not telling people to like rush out and break the law and go get in trouble and all that. But that, that turning point for me when she had that seizure, when she didn't, when she stopped breathing and my two year old came, he couldn't even pick it up because the bag is so heavy. It's like, it has bricks in it. I mean, we have nothing. Is she all right? Naya. It's scary. Nye. Hold on, buddy. I'm coming. It's like instant. It's instant difference. And is that just We're a tincture? Yeah, no, it's almost gone. That's, that's our Actually. CBD oil. So that's, yeah, so that's the CBD like tincture, essentially, that, right? Mixed yep. with. Yeah. It's like, um, probably like a drop left, I think. But it was just like... There was no other. There was no. There was no other answer. That's just what it was. Right. I right. mean, that's what helped. There was nothing. Is she okay? You all right? You don't need it. And that would usually last like thirty minutes. I'm not even gonna like bother to give it to her. But those would usually last like. She wasn't having people. These people were like, "Oh, my son had a seizure for three minutes, and we're in the ambulance." And I'm like, "She's had seizures for three days." Non-stop. Like there's been times where she's been in status and it was just, she had so many seizures that her EEGs were coming up as when her brain was seizing, like when she was having seizures, it would, it would show normal. And then when she wasn't having seizures, it would show seizure activity because it, it kind of like completely like baffled the machine. And I would like love, I, we're going to, we're getting a whole bunch of tests done, but I, I want somebody who doesn't necessarily believe that this is something that works to watch how fast i mean i have videos of how many seizures she's had but i want somebody to see an eeg from before she had it and one from now and i want someone to see a seizure before she's had it and when she has them to instant i mean it, so is it's that not a even typical of, of the seizure she just had is, is that typical of the seizure she the has when she's after the oil, with the oil. yeah mm-hmm. i saw her now i, I saw was, her about, about an hour ago seconds. also have one when she was sitting over and there as soon as I, as soon as i dropped oil, it literally I, it was it was just a tip mm-hmm. i didn't even give her the normal 0.3 dose that i would give her three times a day the emergency i give her is like 0.1 that's like that i'm not even like that just a tiny and i just get a drop under her tongue, and it's just within te- seconds done. Does There's no bother? other explanation for it. This is that. a question I gotta ask as a, as a dad now, with a kid who's learning to eat. Does she mind the taste? She she's been on. She chews her pills. So she doesn't. She, she doesn't mind the taste. I don't of, think she. I don't think she really. I mean, she's on so many other medications. She's so used to taking it. She doesn't mind it. But I've heard it was like peppery. Like yeah, a little it, bit peppery, it, like cherry like pepper. Very, it can be a very sharp, I don't think like there's herbal any taste. way it could possibly be worse than chewing, chewing a pills. pill. Yeah. That's hands down. I, I 
I don't. I can't even do that. That's yeah, terrible gross. tasting. I know. Even the kid can't do that, so it's got to well, no, taste I mean, bad. Like, I, he can shovel good. down Taco Bell like, like, they, like it's going out of style. Well, no, I mean, but like even some like I, I've I've never had a, even some of the worst tasting edibles I've ever had were still not anywhere close to the taste of when you let an Advil sit in your mouth for more than five seconds yeah. and it starts dissolving. Bitter, so, yeah. yeah, so I mean, she That's doesn't. Why it's called a bitter pill. She doesn't mind the taste. It doesn't. It smells good, actually, Mister Dunk. It doesn't yeah. smell bad. It kind of smells like Christmas. I don't know how to describe it other than that, <laughs> like a fabric shop. And so you don't use cannabis. You don't smoke cannabis. That wasn't. It wasn't part of no. your life before it came no. to you as medicine for Naya. No, and I honestly, I know people that do. I don't have problems with anybody that does. Honestly, I have not met one mean person in Colorado yet. I think P, like PA needs to get on the ball because there's a lot of. I'm from Jersey. He's from PA, so we kind of, we kind of agree. Yeah. Yeah, but so. you'll find your mean people out here though too. Trust me. Yeah, nah, but those are the ones who don't have any any weed. <laughs> but interestingly enough, like five years ago, I would never even have thought it was going to get as far as it has gone on the East Coast. So I think the East Coast is it's coming. It's coming on. You know, it's like their their ideas are a little off key. You know, the, with the consumption parts and things. But you know, I think they'll hopefully learn from us and do a little bit. You know, even do better because we're not quite. We're not. We're definitely not, not perfect. perfect yet. No. That's for sure. But uh, so Jessica, Dave Bonvillain did weigh in and said uh, they actually add a little bit of cinnamon extract to help with the flavor. Yeah. And that's part of the Christmassy smell for you. Yeah. So um, I wanted to kind of ask and talk about as we're talking about the way it is on the East Coast and where it's going. Like, obviously, you're wearing a Pittsburgh normal shirt. The kids are wearing can of kids. Is hey, that what Patrick. Say? Yeah, they got can of kids shirts on. And. Uh, you know, it sounds like you've, this experience has turned you from a, a mom to a healer and now into an activist. Yeah. And and wh- what's that transition been like for you? And how do you, how core is that to your life? And, and how much, you know, is that you're an activist for a substance you don't even necessarily use yourself? You know, you're yeah, not. You know. I just I've seen it help. And I it's not even help just the kids. Like I said earlier, I've seen it help adults and people that have cancer. And we have that's something that is very dominant in our family cancer we've lost a lot of family members to cancer and i i've seen it help for that as well and like i said i've met some amazing people patrick from normal um isaac his his, patrick's wife Teresa, um luke all the moms the mothers are amazing they're like they're wonderful um a big reason that things are the way they are today it just it's different to know that even if it was even if I wasn't fighting it for her I would still do it because I know that it's right and I know that it's deserving. I mean there's it's beneficial. There's no reason that it shouldn't be legal. And and have you found this as um kind of as a, cl- a cause close to your heart and a cause uh Of course. Is, I mean, is this something you're going to de- devote the re- you know long portion of, course, of your life as, to? Of course, as as many free hours as I I mean I have <laughs> zero. Oh, of course, of course, as, of course, as much time. I mean, that's that's all we do after work and after everything. At the end of the day, me and my mom. That's all we do. I want to make sure that we stay. I have you have my cell phone number and I have yours now. I want to make sure we stay in touch because the company that I uh, cultivate for, I cultivate for Dixie Elixirs. Um, they used to own a line of uh, CBD products that they ship nationwide. Um, that was called Dixie Botanicals. They recently sold the company. However, the company does still exist. Um, and they make CBD tinctures that, like I said, they're able to ship nationwide because there's such a low under 0.25% THC. Mm-hmm. It's considered hemp. Um, I've heard 
awesome things. About, I've never used them myself. I've heard awesome things about them helping with, with pets and children. Um, not as immediate dosage, but like something like you said in that instance where she would just need something very, very small to be able to, to tide her over, to be able to help pull her out of the seizure. Apparently it's, it's very, very effective. So I'm going to see if I can get in touch with some people and get you some bottles sent out too. Oh, so that way awesome. it's not, you can have it delivered right to your house. It's not like you're doing anything wrong. It's completely legal product that you can order on the internet. So, um, we can see awesome. if we can get that really taken care of for you guys that. too. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I wanted to kind of go back to, uh, where you where the activism's taken you and and some of the folks you've met some of the resources you've found and and things of that nature um it has taken it's taken us all around the country we go everywhere like everywhere um Hi. when we can it's not always Hi. <laughs> well you said you're in school and obviously you have your job yeah um and then with her oh, are you gonna give the dog a treat with her being so sick, it's like almost impossible. Luchi, stop. Wow. So you guys can't see on the camera, but uh, Naya's give just gave Duke a treat, and now she's smiling in the corner. It's pretty, pretty awesome stuff. Um, but again, we have met a lot. <laughs> We've met a lot of good people, and it's changed us. I mean, it's changed my family. My family was conservative, like extremely conservative. Um, they're not smokers. They didn't grow up smoking. Well, they say they didn't grow up smoking. I'm not sure if they did or not. Sure, I'm just going to have to take their word for it. They don't cop to it, at least. Yeah. Right? Um, they're like, one, like real old school Italian people. They, my mom said the other day it was like so different to see her 76-year-old father <clears throat> advocating for marijuana. I mean, we've reached out she has a huge following she's like over 10,000 like just her on her little page yeah it's like 10,000 people how can people connect her. with her on her page um she has it's just under her name Antonia Hawkins it's A-N-T-A-N-I-A um Hawkins H-A-W-K-I-N-S it's on Facebook oh I found it yep Antonia Hawkins please be my voice yes I'll try to share it on yeah the she got people on there and then she has um she just has – she's filled both of my pages. I had to make another Facebook page because I have over 5,000 on one, and then I have, like – I'm reaching, like, 4,000 on another one. So she has people from all over the place, all over the country, all over the world, just that we're able to educate. There's been so many people that we've been able to sway. It's ridiculous. Like, there was people that were like, oh, no, we would never do that. And even a couple of my aunts and uncles, but they see that it – it helped her and even before they seen it help her when they knew that it was an option to help her they were on board and then they've told their friends and basically how it goes so it's life-changing we can't we can't go anywhere in pittsburgh without people being like hey aren't you the little girl's mom and you guys are kind of known in pittsburgh have you guys been on the news out there and things like that all the time really so what's what is that like to uh take a stance like that so openly and i mean are you persecuted for it are you scared of being persecuted for it i am scared of being persecuted for it i know that it is a possibility um but i know that as as bold and i don't know if it was reckless a reckless decision to make but i i i wouldn't be able to handle not having her around 
What? N- no. You want Adam's beard or the torchlight? He's saying torchlight. Torchless? Torchless. He's saying torchless. I want the torchless. It's bit young. Bit young. That's bit the torchless. <laughs> okay. Well, here. Play. Nina. Nina will be back. You can't have, That's a big person toy. Go on your app. There you go. But it's it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to be able to educate. And I encourage everybody else that I educate to educate, to keep it going, because the only people that are going to be able to make it change is us. And so what are some of the resources you found, and, and what have you been uh, – well, like if someone says, well, I don't I don't know about this. Can you show me some science other than – I know some parents say it works, but you can't trust them. Is there anything – any scientific I just pull my phone out and show videos. Yeah, well, you have personal. Yeah, other, you have personal. <laughs> other than that, I mean – Do you um, have a video of it of it kind of stopping a seizure in its tracks? Not on this phone, unfortunately, because it shattered right before we came here, and I had to switch phones, so I had nobody's information. So not on this phone, but – um. There are some. There should be some on her page. If not, well, I'll try to find one uh, and post it to our page because I think I can send you guys videos. I have tons of videos. That's cool. Ryan, are you giving me a dog treat? No, it's empty. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, bud. No problem. We have packets and printouts that some of the other moms made um, that we travel with all the time. We have copies all the time, at least like four or five copies with us. So, if anybody's like, "Oh, well, this that," you know, we just like. We got our compassionate care packages. We're like, right. well, here, take one and read it. I mean, I'm thinking, are we able to do a little section on our on our uh, on the AdamDunshow.com that you know is like support our friends and we can we can have have links to you know her page or Naya's page and things of that nature so people can, can go and, and get some happen. support. We can do that. We, we can, can do that. that. That's something cool. we can do. Yeah. Cool. That's nice. There you go. Thanks, kid. Your belly feels a little better. A little bit better. I think it was Wait, just process. dog treats? How many it dog treats did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> it was just processing something it didn't like very much, I guess. Uh. <laughs> What's that? What are you laughing at? Uh, I'm just laughing at the kid. The kid and his dog treats. Eating dog treats. We got about 25 minutes left uh, before we start doing wrap-up stuff. 20, cool. 25 well, it, minutes. That is the wrap-up no stuff. No more apps. No more well, apps. no, then we, got, then we start no. doing the wrap-up oh, stuff. So yeah, it's 220. <coughs> okay, cool. Uh... I'll do a little chat room looking. Is uh, is franchise reputable genetics? Yeah, franchise is definitely reputable. We met Obsolete out there. His stuff is super legit. Uh, and his uh, he won second place. So yeah, he won second place, didn't he? Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm sm- I have some of that orange cookies here, and it's delicious. He hooked me up with a pack of the uh, the alien mix seeds and the. Uh, Did you get that glue tech? Yes, the glue tech. Yeah, I got yeah, a pack I'm of glue tech. Excited about too. that. That you seed whore, you. You dirty seed all you. Case and Noah hates feminized. Who's surprised there? I feel like Case and Noah hates anything that anybody in the chat room likes. And he does it on purpose, right? That's his thing. It's his thing. That's my thing. I like to hate shit that other people like. That's my thing. That's Case and Noah's thing. And you know what, Case and keep, keep doing it. I feel like we're not pronouncing his name right, though. I want to say that. I'm sure he would get on us for that. Or she. And it could be or she. Cool, it could be a she or a, sh- or a shim. I don't know. Case and... <laughs> So, chat room, if you guys have any questions, if you'd like to talk to Jessica, if there's moms out there listening, if there's parents out there listening, call in. If there's, yeah, call in. Phone number 720-310-8237. Kaysen, am I defending feminized? No, but I'm not saying that they're universally bad either. Um, and again, 720-310-8237. Give, it, give a call. You can talk to us. Talk to, talk we to have Jessica. A, 
I just got a pair of those awesome hood lamp mittens though that CC hooked me up with for what? the mountain. Did you get uh, mountains? Well, I I, I pay. I'm gonna pay you for them. They were. I'm gonna pay for them. Well, I gloves? didn't give him mountains. I gave mountain him no, gloves. no, she didn't. They gave me mountain gloves. Awesome. You guys can, you know, get all your Adam Dunn show gear and a bunch of other Hood Lamb show Good gear. Good call right um, there. Head on over to shop.hoodlabstore.com. Bam. Um, What's the code? Tads420. It's going to be AD, a, 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 ADS420. Well, what happened Did to we Tads change it to Tads420? No, I never it changed it. It could be either or. Whatever. It was originally Tads420. If yeah, and if it doesn't work, just put in a little Adam Dunn show comment in there and it'll get taken care of. But, uh, yeah, so, again, shop.hoodlabstore.com. Get all your Hood Lamb gear, Adam Dunn show merch, all that good stuff. So I was going to kind of talk about our big announcement this week, but we teased it out like two, three times, and no one in the chat room has asked about it. So. Well, I mean, it's because they, they know that we're not going to tell them what ADSI is in the first place. So True. Yeah. Not yet. Oh. Not yet. It's called teasing it out. It's teasing. Teasing. Uh, Adsy. Adsy teasing. I forgot. Can I throw something in? You please, of course. SB3, SB3 that we have right now in Pennsylvania. Um, is that, from it's, a, it's a bill no. that's being proposed. It is. From, uh, it was... Introduced from Senators Leach and Fulmer. They are okay. amazing. I don't even know how I... Have you met with them? We have. Um, they're just... They're really great. That actually is extremely close. Hopefully, we hopefully think that it's extremely close to going through. Our new governor, Governor Wolf, Tom Wolf, he said that if we got the bill through the Senate and the House and if it hit his desk, he would sign it. Um, and the first hearing is the 25th and, and of you've this met, month. You've met with the governor. You've, I mean, how far? How many? How many important people has Naya met with so far? Naya's a Naya's a pretty popular kid back home. Yeah. Yeah, she knows more people than I do. I know that. Every time we go somewhere, Everyone they're like, "Oh hey, yeah." They're like, "Hey, little girl on the news." Cats. So now, is there any way that any any PA listeners or anything like that, anybody can go and help get this bill passed? Is there anything anybody can do? Yeah, we to do definitely contact have all of your representatives. state representatives. Is there a website that has the information for people? There is. To find Give it. me one second. Yeah, I found I found like uh, what was it? PA two fifteen Erie dot com or SB three Erie dot com. Nope, that's something different. Pennsylvania SB. The Pennsylvania what is Lottery. That? Mom, what is that? Uh, I have it in here somewhere. Oh, we'll find it. I missed it's, some things it's about It's pa.state.gov, I believe. That's the we- that's the state's website. And that's, you could find all of your representatives oh, legis, on there. You just, all you do is punch paper. in okay. Zip code. what area you're in, so and I it'll would, pull up everybody you needed to contact. You can call, schedule an appointment, send a letter, an email. So what I'll do is I'll post to the chat room right now. Chat room, Pennsylvania. I'm looking at you, Pennsylvania people. That's the link to the bill. Oh, is it not letting me post links? Even me? I'm the admin. Come on, guys. <laughs> Uh, Sorry, live stream is filtering. Just post it with the spaces in between, and then they can copy and paste. It's a very long link. Mm. I'll put it in the show links notes, maybe. Just Google. Just Google. Just Google. Just Google it. Just Google it. PA.state.gov, and then just uh, you know, search for your representatives, type in your zip code, it'll pop up, and then you can find their exact And it's Pennsylvania State Bill 3 is the the name. It is. SB3. Um... We had SB 1182 right at the door last year, and our governor was just like, 
whatever. He said no, even if it was his own grandkids. So we're lucky to have the governor that we have this year. And that is such a, a, a foolish thing. to. Did he actually say no, even say if it. it was my own grandchildren? He did say it right after. It was actually one of the moms posted on his picture of him reading with his grandson, and I posted right after she posted on it. And I said, you know, I'd, I'd love to be able to sit at it. She, he was sitting at a table like this, and it's like, oh, Governor Tom Wolf. Um, reads his grandson before he goes to school. I'm like, you know, I, I'd love to, to be able to do that. read to my child, but unfortunately her face would probably smack off the table uh, after yeah. five seconds of sitting there. So I was like, you know, be fortunate that you are in the position that you're in with your grandchildren, that you don't need something like this. And um, the day that he said no to signing the bill, he made everybody believe he was for it. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll be okay with the pilot program at the hospital for CBD-only trials not whole plant none of that so to people that weren't educated they thought that oh he's making a difference he's saying okay to it for the kids meanwhile it wouldn't have worked right because you know everybody's different it's just like tylenol some people might need one pill some people might might need two it's it's always going to be different um but he said yes and then he said no And, and the day that he said no he had two twin grandchildren the next day like the very next day and i was i i went on his page i'm like did you better pray to jesus that you never need something like this i mean he was just cold and i I never would i never would wish that upon another person or another child however i do wish that he had to experience what you guys experience every day and then see if he still sings that same tune because I can I'd be willing to bet my own life that if he had his own grandchild going through what Nia goes through and then found a thing that helped even if it was cannabis if he's any sort of human being with a heart there's no way he'd be like I'm not she can't have that it's illegal no way no way and in Pennsylvania specifically I know a lot of people have talked about how the private prison industry lobby in Pennsylvania is out of control and they the, the amount of money that is generated by the fact that cannabis is illegal there is massive. A lot. I mean, I've... Uh, it's a huge lobby group, though. Donovan loves to talk about that. We but should I, get well, I mean, you know, they've... They, when I... Even just going... I mean, growing up my entire life in Pennsylvania, going to college in Pennsylvania, it was... Uh, it was different depending on where you went. You can find some places that were more focused on other stuff, and if you got caught with a blunt in your car or whatever, it was just, a, okay, you know what? Get rid of it. But then... I've heard some serious stories about people getting caught with, you know, a, a quarter of a gram and having to go on the ARD program, having it be a permanent felony on their record because they were in a car. Like, terrible Pretty stuff. much like that everywhere, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. depends on the cop that you're dealing with and the attitude that you have and the time of day. The situation. And, there are a lot of, yeah, and how you deal with it, you know? So, on that note, you know, what, what are your fears returning you know, here in Colorado, are you are you letting your guard down and relaxing, knowing that it's legal here? And and do you have fears returning? No, I'm not letting my guard down, knowing that it's legal, because I know that there are a lot of people that don't want this to happen where we live. And obviously, somebody calling a detective saying that my child went to school saying that she smoked marijuana is obviously somebody that doesn't want her to have marijuana. Right. Now, I, and and as you stated, that is almost physically impossible, correct? Like, there's no way She's, she could she have She has trouble drinking there. through a straw. Right. So that's like when we had that instance. I th- That clicks in the same area of my head as when we had Halloween this year. You got areas in your head? Yeah, the same Just area of my, of my dome up here. But no, it, it, it triggers the same thing in me that when we had that instance this year where people were putting out articles about worrying about whether people were going to give pot candies on Halloween. 
And we were saying that the only people that would do that would be people who had an issue with the cannabis in the first place to try to make us look bad. So mm-hmm. just like you said, somebody had knows what you're doing and had an issue with it and decides to say, oh, well, she's saying openly that I, my daughter said that her daughter said she smokes weed. No. Get I mean, like that she here. went to school. first. The first thing they called and said was, um, is this Jessica? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, do you have a do you have a son? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you know, your son went to school and said that uh, mommy smokes weed at home. And I'm like, well, that's funny because my son's two. He doesn't even go to school. So he's like, I have no idea what's, you know. Let me. Okay. And we do have a Skype call in. I'm sure they have some questions for you. Oh, it's a 610 number two. It's another PA. Pennsylvania, bring him in. Ah, Pennsylvania caller. How's it going? Hi, uh, is this Ryan? Yes, it is. Hey, Ryan. It's Mark Sheldon. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Oh, hello, Mark. Hey, good. Hey, um. I think we need to clarify what you were saying about CBD in 50 states, okay? Okay. Please do it. Uh, uh, you want me to go on and, and say, I'm going to basically read verbatim from the Controlled Substances Act. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Please read for us. Okay, great. All right, let me turn my volume down. Yeah, basically, okay. kid, he's going to tell you you're wrong, and it's they ruled that it's illegal to ship CBD, but I didn't... Since you blew up my spot, I was being cool and well, not retaliating. Well, I mean, that's, they, I don't, I don't ship it. They can, uh, they can go to the companies and tell them that they're wrong. I don't have anything to do with that. Right. Okay. So let me let me read this. So it says, um, the term marijuana means all parts of the cannabis plant, whether growing or not, seeds thereof, resin extracted from any part. Uh, manufacture salt derivative, blah, 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 blah. So basically, any resin derived from any cannabis plant, regardless of cannabinoid content, falls under the Controlled Substances Act, which would include low THC, high CBD resin, formulated in any form, in any concentration. It is derived from the cannabis plant. It's regulated under... Schedule one, according to the way that the Controlled Substances Act reads. So, wouldn't that legally make hemp products, hemp clothing, illegal? It's a derivative of the cannabis plant. You have to grow cannabis plant to get hemp. Why are you arguing? Well, well no, I'm, I'm asking yeah. a question. I'm asking a question. If there, would that technically make the sale of the sale and production and distribution amount the United States of hemp clothing illegal? I think I think it makes it an exception for fiber alone. I'm not sure about either. That's so silly. Uh, there's a, there's another part of the law or anything this. derived from anything else. But it basically says anything derived from the cannabis plant is scheduled is under Schedule One. Hmm. Anything, anything you derive from it, <laughs> except for fibers. Uh, there's, it doesn't say that there's a, okay, it does say something, uh, such term does not include mature stock, such plant fiber produced and from such stock, oil or cake made from seeds of such plant or any other compound manufacturer or salt or derivative. So, yeah, they're making an exclusion around, around the stock and the fiber produced by the plant. Huh. And the Ooh, cannabis, cannabis seed oil, <laughs> yeah, or well, Adam was like Ooh. salad product, Ooh. if you will. Hmm. That's interesting. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate that. Yeah, like I said, I, uh, the company that I work for no longer owns the uh, owns the the rights to the company that ships the CBD medicine. However, it is definitely interesting to hear that that is uh, is not. Yeah, I mean, it was really that was kind of like what Project CBD was trying to not only do 
in terms of educating the public on what so-called hemp oil can be in terms of whether it's CBD or whether it's just a, um, a again, a low THC cultivar that you've just made uh, extract just like you would on a high THC cultivar, right. but also any of the seed oil that can be pressed, which, as you know, has very little cannabinoid content right. whatsoever since cannabinoids are primarily produced uh, on, on the leaf surface right. in, in, the, the in the glandular trichome. Yes. So um, I think, again, we just have to be really careful when we say that everything's legal in 50 states. We don't want to get people in trouble. Yeah, sure. so there we go. So now don't don't go on to, uh, on to web lights, uh, websites, apparently, and order your CBD medicine, even if even if they say you that they're allowed to, to ship kid. to you. Well, no, I mean, how, how, how am I supposed to know any better if, if you can go on their that's website call, and it says, hey, yeah. it can sh- we can ship to, uh, you know, we can ship to all 50 states. It was They shipped everything from... Um, from scripts like pills down to uh, yeah. bath soaks mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So it's not just that they were sending out oil. So that's uh, right. I mean, I can go. I'm here in Pennsylvania. I can go to the King of Prussia Mall and go to the Bath and Body Works and find ten different products that have hemp-derived ingredients in them, from soaps to different, you know, all kinds of personal care products. Right. Most of that hemp is grown offshore, either in Canada. Or Australia or elsewhere, but now we have people like you know Dave Bonvillain and others who are now growing, growing hemp right here in the good old U.S. of A. So I think it's just a matter of, of um, reworking the definitions to fit where where the country wants this to go. And so this thing just needs to be descheduled altogether and treated as any other. Herb that we can grow in our garden. Absolutely, absolutely, Mark. Thank you very, very much for your phone call. We've thank well, you, Mark. Well, wait, but I don't want to. Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, uh, great to hear you. You did a fantastic job, Jessica. Thanks, Adam. Wait, Mark. Before thank we, you. Before great, we lose you. Before we lose you. Before we lose you. While <laughs> great, we have you on the line. Today and greetings from the great state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, no, wait. No, before wait, we lose you. Down. Before we lose you, Mark. Do we still the have first you? place of freedom, right? <laughs> the, the place where in William Penn, Pennsylvania, you were taxed that you did not grow out. Okay. <laughs> so, Mark, I well, wanted I wanted to ask you, like, uh, can you kind of talk talk to us about your role in Naya's story and how how you've, uh, you know, how Je- how you and Jessica know each other and and uh, how you provided yeah, yourself as a resource? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, Naya uh, was again uh, one of the. Uh, cases that was certainly uh, very, very prevalent in Pennsylvania um, to make sure that our legislatures know that this isn't just a bunch of deadhead stoners who want to get high, right? This is real medicine for real people, and it really works. You know, collaborating with with Dave and, and Doc Shackelford on the remedy was just a wonderful, wonderful opportunity, again, as um, this thing became so well prevalent that this can actually be effective, you know, it was one of those things where it was almost, um, you know, um, why are we in the situation that we're in when if I can extract rosemary from my backyard and it would work to alleviate any medical condition, if you can use an herbal remedy, it just seems like the safer alternative. Absolutely. And so my, my role, particularly in Naya's case, was, again, we were the folks who, uh, again, collaborated with Dave on the remedy, and, and um, it's real medicine, and we knew that it would be something that would certainly uh, provide relief and to know that, you know, we not only uh, changed 
Naya's life. We've changed Naya's family's life, and that was my the greatest Christmas present of all was the gra- gratitude that I got back from Jessica and Nina. Uh, that was completely unexpected, but I think Dave and I feel in the same way. We're just we're glad to have helped, and you know, making sure that the story is documented such that you know uh, we know that it's no longer just anecdotal. This really does work. It's real medicine that can be grown from the ground. And, and Mark, uh, you're not, you're not just between speaking. medicine and drugs, right? Drugs yeah. are sold by multi-billion-dollar pharmaceutical companies. Uh, medicine is provided here by Mother Nature. This is medicine. And you're not just speaking as a deadhead stoner yourself. You're speaking as a PhD <laughs> in organic chemistry. That's right. So I mean, uh, part of you know what we, what we what we've tried to say all along. I think Jason has mentioned it on the show a few times just to make sure that the science that I think that Jessica and other patients very desperately need because you know we didn't know if we had the dose right. We didn't know if. Um, if the vehicle oil was right, we didn't know if the ratio was right. And Mitch, I think I even sent you a text along the way. I think she would more greatly benefit from um, from a more full spectrum uh, uh, formulation. Again, thinking in along the same lines as you know, Jason coming down off the of oxys. Your body gets so used to having these non-natural molecules in them that it becomes a physical dependency. Just like nicotine, you have to uh, basically slowly phase your body off. And I believe that Naya, some of Naya's aggressive conditions or some of her aggressive symptoms is a function of, uh, you know, coming down off these crazy benzos that, you know, knock adults uh, in, in, in the ditch, let alone a little kid like Naya. So certainly this is something that I think she would benefit from a more full-spectrum activity because maybe that aggression is again can be controlled through attenuation of her endocannabinoid system uh that's the same way we all uh, like to mellow out and chill after a stressful day at work uh she needs to be able to mellow out too as well right on man well again mark we do want to thank you for calling in and of course uh thank you for for all the work you do bringing more science less bro as pinsky would say to the industry <laughs> well, well i think we need to change that mitch we need, we're bringing more science to the bros <laughs> there you go you finally embraced the bros embraced you embraced it yeah. absolutely hey we love you guys we love what you guys do uh thanks for the hospitality too last week and we'll talk again real soon i'm sure all right thanks, thanks mark, mark. Right on, Mark Sheldon, live from Pittsburgh, your, your hometown. Did we see him last week in Cali? We did. We did, the kid. When did I see Mark? I saw so many people. It was like <laughs> overwhelming. It was it was while it was, was after he, you ate the edibles, was but before you fell asleep. So it was at the winners. It wasn't at the winners' dinner then. He wasn't there. Uh, did Mark and Pinsky come through winners' dinner? No, I think they came through first night. Okay. So. I swallowed my tongue ring the other day. I'm a little worried about it. I do that all the time. So Wait, you're fine. You literally swallowed your tongue ring? I was eating now. Okay, so like I had, when you get something in there, it hurts real bad, but it's really easy to get out. So you just take it out, and I put it back in, and I screwed it on, and I must not have screwed it on tight enough because I was eating. And then literally, and never before have I lost it and not felt it when I bite down. Yeah. Uh, five minutes later, I was like the feel in my mouth. I'm like, wow, man, I don't. My mouth I, feels I, empty. I don't have my tongue ring, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I think I. 
think I swallowed it. So did you poop it out? Yeah. Well, I don't know. If That's you don't poop it out, then you have a problem. It could but how am I going to, what am I supposed to search through my feces for the next couple of days? That's why Dutch toilets have a shelf, right, Adam? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? Double, yeah, unless you can inspect your poop. No. uh Yes. No. They have a, a separate layer that catches the poop like a poop Dutch filter. Toilet. And then it just kind of drains. It's a shelf. Through. It doesn't it's catch. No, it's, it's a shelf. shelf. And it kind of slides And then you off. flush. But first, you got to double check, make sure you got no worms or nothing like that. You Wait, know? really? Is that what it's for? Yeah. Back yes. in the day. Yeah. Do you think it's gonna tear up my stomach lining though? Because one of the balls is off and it's pointy on the other end. So like, what if it goes in a crooked? You're, you're done. I've I swallowed probably like twelve. Uh, and they're all I metal. Wake up without them. Yeah, I wake What'd up. What'd you swallow? Like, What'd you swallow? Your piercing? That. My metal tongue ring. Oh, you're gonna. That's it. You're dead. Am I dying? You might as well just. I'm good. Yeah. That looks See, like a urinal. There's. That's a urinal. You're showing me a no, piss no, urinal hold right on. now. That's an awesome LED toilet. That's not. That's the toilet in homegrown fantasies. <laughs> These are just. This is a website that the has toilets in the world. That was the street. They, they also have urinals in the street. And urinals in the street. Like you can just walk urinals up and piss. In the street. How come we don't have bidets over here? You ever use a bidet? Bidets are nice. That was a terrible thing to pop on. You're, you're totally um, audio. But day. The shelf right here. Poopreport.com. Poopreport. Talking about Dutch toilets, including, including the, the shelf. shelf. I need one of these toilets. Can you get a Dutch toilet in America? Does uh, the water Adam, really Adam spin might in have a different the direction? The water doesn't yeah, really spin in a different no, direction. The water doesn't spin in Australia, Australia, right? Australia, Australia. No, but does it really spin in a different direction? Yes, Australia? it does. It really does? It's called the opposite. <laughs> it's a different, yes. It no, it doesn't. It's a different direction. Why would it spin the other direction? Because you're on the other side of the earth. It's like magnetic yeah. poles Spinning, that's things. why water spins because the earth is spinning? The earl, because of the earl. Did you just decide to not show me the shelf toilet anymore because you can't find a picture of one because it doesn't Jesus exist? Christ. Oh of course they exist. I listen, Dutch. if I don't have one of these toilets to inspect my poo from on a, on a future basis, I'm going to be upset. Great smuggling toilets when you're a smuggler. You can you put it on the shelf? Inspect my poo. Well, you know, you and, and I want to see a picture that actually has a poo oh, on you it. There you go, bud. Wait. See, that's where it goes. You poop. That's a candy bar on it. Yeah, you poop. And then how does the poop get washed off? The water comes from here. It's called water. Oh, so you poop on not in the water. It just sits there. Yeah, you you poop on the shelf. Here's another one. It's really lovely when it's sitting You poop on the shelf. (laughs) So it's like a constant upper decker if you don't flush. That's so cool. And it's scary because if you've got a big old poop, you could, you know. Get contact. You yeah, you can get you can get poo to butt contact. You don't, you don't want, that. want that. No, it's a very but there's no splash up though. That's nice because <laughs> there is no splash. Sometimes you get a big poo and it goes down and then splashes up and it's your butt wet because yes. it's pee water under there That's too. Great, great conversation. <laughs> great conversation. <laughs> the kid talking about pee water. Glad you could. Glad after such a classy show that hopefully be watched by families around the country, we could have a conversation hey man, about how your poop splashes poops. pee water on you. Everybody poops. You, you've read the book. <clears throat> you haven't. You should. Yeah, Mark tells us that the backwards drain thing is called the Coriolis effect. Oh, Coriolis thanks. effect. Oh, thanks, thank Mark. God. Thank God we got that answer. It doesn't seem to. It definitely seems to spin like less. In Australia? It went quicker down the thing. Like here it has more... It gets more momentum. I think we yeah. have more water in our toilets here because they don't have a lot of water. It might have been a different kind of toilet. Hey, Adam. What's that? Can I have a dab? Sure. There's 15 minutes left. Here. 15 minutes. we got to do a real wrap-up. I have all these dabs over up. here. Well, first, of course, we want to... I'm wanna... not allowed to take any of them. Okay, can we, do you want to start saying... Thanking our guests. Thank, yeah, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. They drove all the way up here from the Colorado Springs. From Colorado Springs. Yeah, we... I don't know if they can hear us. Can you hear us at all? Mm-hmm. They can yeah, hear you can, talking. They can hear me I talking. Hear you. Well, why don't you headphone <laughs> up and, and hop on the mic one more time, Jessica? Because we do, Kay. we do want to thank you so Even much. You're wearing a Steelers shirt. And She's wearing a Pittsburgh Normal Steelers shirt pants. and Steelers pants. 
<laughs> and I, I think they go, jeez, kid, let it go. Let it go. It's okay. It's okay. okay. You're, aren't go. you from PA? I'm from Philadelphia. We oh, rock different no. teams. Super boo. <laughs> so it's not okay anymore, though, right? No. Before it was okay. No, now see, it's now not she's okay. all upset now. Yes. <laughs> so it's totally, that's why we're fine, because it's not okay. Wait, aren't you supposed to like a towel or something? I, I, had a, I roomed with Steelers fans, and they we all had actually, yeah, I actually have some in the car. Yeah, and then, that's their, that's then their quarterback played with a little girl in a bathroom. Okay, oh, Ryan. Ryan. Jesus Christ. Now you're going to get haters all over. All More over haters there. I'm pretty sure the majority of people don't like Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, anymore. Jessica, we want to thank you so, so, so much for coming on, <laughs> for bringing your family. Thank you for Naya, having us. Luciano. We had a great time. I'm glad you guys came. No, really, when I got that text this morning, I was I was excited. I didn't know that you were, were the show. same one that, that had the called in before. Same. Yeah, so I mean, I just, well, <laughs> we get so many what? families that come through. I didn't know that it had been the same person that called in from PA before. So more, more it was correct. it was nice to be able to see. Uh, yeah, it was nice to be here. We name. had fun. We had a nice time. Yeah, welcome. Well, we right. definitely want to be in touch. And, and I think uh, for all the joking I've done of Ryan, he made a really good suggestion. And we'll, we'll, we want to connect with you guys through our website and let our audience Thank connect you. with you as well. We appreciate that. Right on. And uh, Ryan, you showing Luciano how to take a dab? <laughs> he loves it. He thinks it's hysterical. <laughs> Jesus. What a goofball. What a goofball. I'm going to wait till the guy. kid's out of the room, actually. Bud. Pass it on the words, no. No. I'll pass it around, sure. Grab it by the battery. It's going to slide off. Here, make it really into a big show. Big show, big show. <laughs> and now that it's obvious, good. Good. All right, well, uh, Shout outs? 13 minutes left, so you got... <coughs> Well, thanks for coughing into the mic. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, <coughs> kid. All right, all right, all right. So, um, talk, talk for a few minutes. Talk oh, about this weekend, maybe. Talk about whatever, sure. and then, then, uh, well, and then shout outs or little shout outs. Then shout out. Well, you can, unless you can do a thirteen minute shout out, we've never <laughs> yeah. successfully done a shout out more than like two minutes. <laughs> no, I'm talking about just our normal. Our normal. Oh man, Casey Noah is not liking you, Ryan. Yeah, what happened? No. He says doing dabs all the toddlers in the room. That's fucked up. Tony Baloney wants to know what the big announcement is. Someone caught it. Hey, oh. I. ADSI. Hey, ADSI. Yeah, ADSI. 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 On it, at least. Um, I wonder if anyone else is on. Oh, now Tony Baloney's saying ADSI. So one person caught it. Good, good job. Good job, people. That's okay. Can we announce it? Let's announce Jesus. it. You want to go ahead and announce it's your show, Don? It is the official Adam Dunn Show Invitational. Invitational? Invitational. 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 The Adam Dunn Show Invitational. Yeah, and who's been invited? A few people. That's right? a secret. I know we can't say who, but I mean, 75. 75. Lucky. Of the most distinguished growers that have distinguished themselves in the past year that we know about. Yeah, we think. Because there are probably feel. some that we don't know. There's oh, there's plenty of them. I know, know there about. was one group of people in particular that you were very excited about having confirmed when we were at the cup. <coughs> we can't mention them, of course. What are you talking about? The Swamp Boys? <coughs> we already played that interview where I said it. Really? Where was yeah, we, it's You live. played it. Live. Why did I play it? I oh, maybe it. I played it while you weren't here. Yeah, I didn't play that yeah. interview. So uh, we're going to keep telling you guys bit by bit a little more about the event. Um, and I, maybe we'll give away one or two passes to be on our judging panel. Is that what we should do, Adam? Done. Yes, tell me. No, I, what? Are you saying yes or I should tell you? Tell me. Tell you. What? Yes. Should, we t should we give away one or two spots oh, yes. on our judging panel to a listener as uh, we get closer? As we get closer, yes, for sure. Yes. We have to build attention on that particular part of it, but 
Yeah, the idea is just to get everyone in the same room, and it'll be during cup time, so it's going to be awesome. So we're going to have 75 of the best growers we know in a room. So if you want to judge some of the 75 of the best herbs that Adam and I can find, I feel like that's... Uh, yeah, it sounds like an awesome... Uh, that's uh, Partaking. Yeah, we're looking. I'm looking forward to it. Have I've you seen, seen the Rooster Cup scorecards? Have you seen the Rooster Cup scorecards? No. No, I'm affiliated with a competitor. Why would I have seen the scorecards? That would be messed up, right? No, Maybe wouldn't. you shouldn't it tell It would me. not be messed up. That's how you do. That's what other people do if you're having a competing thing. We need to make sure that our scorecards are better than the Rooster oh, Cup scorecards. Oh, yes. I've, I have in the past seen the Rooster Cup scorecards. We They're have a, worse this we year. Have, we have a 20-point scoring system, and there's actual one hour of training. That everyone's going to go through. And I don't even want to go into all. Uh, this is like I'm supposed to tease this out. It is high. 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 Come on, kid. News, 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 I mean, the thing is, it's it's only going to be 75 lucky people that are actually going to be competing. Then there's going to be the... How many people are we going to let even be around? Now? That's it. No. That's you it. Could compi- it's like our people, yeah, our staff, and, and, and the guests that we bring in, and the, and the competitors. No and The competitors guests. can bring one guest? Or, yeah, they to the awards. They can't for the judging day? No. The judging is only the competitors okay, but they and can our for people. The, okay, good for the know. awards, good know, they can bring want... two guests. Right. Up to two guests for the on so that's Monday the twentieth when we do awards brunch. Real four twenty celebration. Yeah, start four twenty off with some French toast. That's what I say. Is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna do a breakfast. I love French toast. Yeah, we're doing a brunch award ceremony. That would be good. A brunch award ceremony is a good idea. That's what we're doing. I know. And then we're doing brunch and dinner on the day of and refreshments all day. Crunchy's involved. If you guys want to sponsor, if anyone knows someone who wants to sponsor, we gotta pay for all this stuff because we're not charging anything to anyone because that makes the competition biased, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So if anyone want, knows how they want to contribute, holler at us. Yeah, feel free. We I mean we can definitely take as many sponsors as possible. Oh, um, but you know who is sponsoring banners. us? Did you hear about the two sponsors we did here? We Let, did get. Let's hear about it. The one I'm very excited about. So Rocky Mountain Seed Bank is sponsoring us. They're going to give away I think five hundred dollars in seeds to the winner, wow. which is cool. cool. Nice. And then uh, the other really really exciting sponsor, Glazed and Confused Donuts. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how Finally. many donuts. So we can make some. They're sponsoring the event, not the whole. So we need to tell them we need a beard. You want me to negotiate with them? No, what what we do is we have them provide uh, a few donuts, a few like unglazed, just standard original donuts, and we have Crunchy make like a medicated glaze so that we can have some medicated donuts too. So you say, hey, give us the regular donuts, and then also give us a couple original, and we'll have Crunchy make a medicated glaze. Is is sponsoring the ADSI with donuts? So I make the best donuts in the world, though. Your mic's off. Mic's off. Man. I know you probably we missed out. We know you make the best donuts, but these guys are going to sponsor us. They're so you, us yeah, free you can do other things. Donuts. You can make other things. So you just You're make, make the, the medicating glaze. We'll just or have French them give donuts. us original donuts, like standard donuts. Then you do everything else to them to medicate them. So really, you are making the donut. You're just not making the dough piece of the donut. Yeah, you just. I'm don't. not making the donut. That's like you made somebody. You just. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Well, um, you're going to be doing all the other cooking. You oh, all these people are, are looking at the donuts there. Oh, Crunchy, the chat room. Did you hear what we were talking about? Garlic. Garlic. Yes, we had a, we had a oh. very major on discussion on garlic. Okay, so Casey and Noah has claimed, firstly, that garlic wasn't eaten before World War II. Secondly, that garlic was previously used as a poison. 
And three, that garlic harms your uh, stomach and stomach bacteria. Okay. Dragons existed up until 1916. <laughs> Unicorns are totally real. And I'm Wilfred Brimley's ghost. I mean, like, that's just... Those are all crazy. <laughs> like, it's just... Okay, so Noah, I was wrong. Please clearly state what you said, because I'm not going to scroll back to do it. Yes, it does. Yes. Tell us, tell us. Crunchy, can Crunchy you tell us the expert. history of... Yeah, do you want to call in and talk with Crunchy we about Carl? No, we only have six, have six minutes. minutes. We can't no, I mean, the problem is alliums have been consumed for an extremely large amount of time. Aluminiums? No, no alliums. alliums like the garlic family, I garlic know. shallots. You didn't know. Go ahead. Sorry, please. Please, fill us in, Crunchy. For an extremely large amount of time, um, there's, there's <laughs> garlics, there's onions, and there's all kinds of I mean, ramps that have been eaten by people since, you know, time immemorial. So to say that garlic wasn't eaten before World War One is ridiculous. World War, II, War II. World War Two. Either Even way. In Italian food, I believe he said, specifically it, in Italy. Th- I mean, that's that might have some basis. Um, you know, the problem is in Italian cooking, which is where the majority of our modern garlic consumption comes from. Who says that garlic was rarely used before World War II? I want a link of Asian, proof to this. Says uh, case in Latin. I mean, there's so much more garlic use outside. I feel like everyone of uses garlic. Vampires. Case in, I just read vampires. what you said, dude. I just, I literally, <laughs> I will read it again. I said in Italian cooking, which is where the majority of our modern garlic consumption comes from, garlic was rarely used before. I'm assuming WW2 means World War II. Means Maybe Wild it means West. Where's, World, where's Waldo Wild too. West. They made, a, Wild, they made West a Wild West too. And they mean Wild West too, like the really Wild terrible Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, with Will Smith. Smith. Oh, yeah, that so, was a terrible. I mean, robotic spiders. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's... Sounds like, like 10 yeah, years ago or something. It's a ridiculous comment. I'm not even going to pull my phone out to Google it. Because it's it really just, not important. It it's just garlic. matter. And yeah. garlic... Garlic's awesome. healthy for you, right? Garlic is so good. What about the flora and the fauna and all the bullshit He said garlic's bad for your digestion. Okay, garlic... In makes you large big. amounts while raw can have an adverse effect mm-hmm. on your gut flora based on the fact that yeah, it's antibiotic, antibiotic right? antibacterial yeah. antibiotic it's, yeah, it's, it's medicine it kills it yeah. kills microbes yeah. so yes at a certain level if you eat like a shitload of raw cloves of garlic you might affect your flora and, and your friends mana. and your friendship with a lot but of people so. the problem is it probably the garlic the the aspects of the garlic that would be you know detrimental to flora wouldn't make it through your stomach acid so there's no real way to say that it would affect your flora because most of most of the bacteria in your in your gut isn't in your stomach it's in your intestines yeah there you go shout out what was the third bullshit shout outs no good to go we're good we're good just shout outs we got four minutes perfect time shout out why don't you take it with the shout outs there wasn't three more there wasn't three questions I think you got. You I think you got it. I think it was okay. uh, the. Oh, they used to used to poison people. Oh yeah, they used to think tomatoes were poisonous. They used to think everything was poisonous because people were scared. Not to mention a lot of things that people said, people thought were poisonous, is actually people trying to discredit people from the past by making people who are ancient. Ancient. That's a great way of saying that word. I've never said it that discredible. way. So <laughs> it's like the flat earther theory. Like nobody really thought the earth was flat. I mean, even Christopher the Columbus ancient, did. No, he didn't. Even the ancient Greeks knew that ships disappeared over the horizon. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone knew the everyone earth was knew. round. The Egyptians so knew the size of the earth. So did the Greeks. With and everybody knew it was it's round. Not, yeah. I mean, Assyrians. Like it's not even hard to figure out. The shit's round. You keep. You walking. could tell yeah. by how the sun goes <laughs> yeah, around. There were some ignorant. There were some ignorant people out there who thought it was flat. The no, couple of a couple. Where that comes yeah, from? There has to be no, some no, people who actually believe like it's definitely flat. Well, actually, didn't have any. 
funny. Had no horizons. They had no horizons. Harder horizon to work. Case and Noah is so arguing with you, Crunchy, on everything. That's fine, but the thing is, flat earther. It comes. It's 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 basically calling someone outdated. Even though, (coughs) if you read the histories from any of those times, nobody said that the Earth was flat. I know, bud. I'm just saying it's the church did maybe. No, nobody. Uh, shout outs Shout outs Crunchy Any shout outs uh, Yeah shout outs to Garlic uh, For not <laughs> appearing Until World War 2 uh, Dude uh, my theory is Case and Noah Is <laughs> a vampire And that's why he's Propagating anti-garlic Propaganda <laughs> I just feel like He's probably a troll and Or he's like 12 I don't know 12 year old vampire troll Yeah <laughs> So Sounds, how, how old is plausible. that In human years um, Based on Occam's razor 12 mm. <laughs> Intriguing. <laughs> what a boring world Occam lived in. Uh, oh, yeah, and shout out to uh, Newton's flaming laser sword. Yes. Damn. Is it my turn? All right, well, we can give, uh, give a shout out to, the, of course, the Always Faithful, which you haven't had in a little while, but the Goyaki. Is that yeah, right? Goyaki? Read the, read the phonetic on the back of the can. The Goyaki. Where's the it phonetic? It says it at? right on top. Where? It says how it's pronounced. High energy infusion. I know, but I don't have that. There is no, <laughs> no. There is no uh, phonetic. Goyaki, yes. Goyaki, but no, you're, you the Yerbamate. Keep me going. It's awesome. Um, thanks to our guests coming all the way from Pennsylvania, which Thank is you. awesome. It was great having you guys um, in studio. And then uh, shouts to everybody working hard over at, uh, over at Dixie Elixirs and over at the Incredible Shop. No. Right on. Adam? Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, of course. <laughs> Holding down the uh, Hood Lab store there, so if you got to get your deals on, this is the time. And if you're a retailer or uh, out there trying to hustle, give us a shout. Right now is the time to order for uh, next year's 2015 winter season, so you got about a, you got about three weeks left, guys. Make it happen. I might actually put one in and pay for it this year, so I get good my job, stuff. Good job. It helps. It helps when you pay. I know. And, I uh, just threw away all my clothes. I might just get one just for fun. Shout out to little Nick, of course, who's uh, just unbelievably growing rapidly. His brain is just, like, amazing. Every day I'm like, this kid is... Because the thing is, he's been speaking Swedish for so long that you know they have. You like, didn't know what the hell he was They saying. have deep conversations now, and it's pretty funny. I mean, he's definitely getting. You know, he's trying all the different things, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. Wait, what all, all what different things? It's just every word. Like he'll wake up and have like ten new words from the day before, and he has to you know practice all of them in the morning, right? And like just kind of rambling them through. Pretty fun to. It's, it's great to. That's you know, awesome. It's fun to watch. He, you can't wait. He yet. definitely like communicates more every time I see him. He's, he's oh, yeah. he feels yeah he's coming he's coming together. And then uh, shout out to my mom out there. Ace Ace on the farm. Uh, Tanner to Kyle, everybody out there. Gannon, the whole crew out there. Gannon, Gannon Tanner. It's like a yeah, it's definitely Gannon. <laughs> you like that? I know you love that name. He loves that name. Um, Holding down in the Holding it. at the old farm. I'm, it's awesome because I like to imagine every time Adam does his shout-outs that he did a whole rap album, and then those are the shout-outs at the end of the rap album. That's it. And that's just the whole talking about Gannon down at the farm. Yeah. You like that. Yup. Shout-out to my wonderful and lovely wife, Reese, and little baby Farron, who is, like, totally doing what they call cruising and I call creeping, where they, she stands up and she walks around holding onto the table, and... She has a new word, Nunu, which I think means food. It means like edi- uh-huh. not milk, but edible food. Ask, is kid, ask kid Cuddy what the Nunu is all about. He'll tell you. I, I don't know. <laughs> you don't get the. Nope. You don't get the reference. No. Nope. You're too old. Too old. No, kid Cuddy yeah, just num num was mine. So num Killer Mike had one. Nunu. Nunu. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Nunu for you, you. 
Anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, connect with us on Facebook. AdamDunnShow.com. Subscribe on live stream. Then you'll know when we do all our broadcasts, even the off-the-cuff deals this weekend. And then I guess Seattle. Adam and I will talk about how to embed Hopefully this we'll weekend see some on. people out there. His mustache filled back in. It's oh, kind of yeah. Coming together. It's coming. Nah, he doesn't like it still. It's not good. It's not good. Not, not yet. Not it's, yet. It's, it's slowly not ready yet. <laughs> I actually had to trim a tiny bit on the other side. Like, oh, yeah. Adjust. Yeah, adjust. No, you know, a mustache is, is like your buds. You don't want to hurry it. Yeah. You don't want to hurry it up. You know, knock all your mustache track comes off and then where you left. Back you know. to zero. Back to the We're society. not even live anymore, guys. Yes, we are. Oh, good. Okay, so uh, <laughs> see you guys next week. Next week, Wait, or if you want to connect this weekend, this we'll, weekend. Live. we'll be working on figuring out how to make that work. It's going to be a crazy weekend. Thanks, guys. See you guys.